she was looking away. What was I gonna do? Her life. This this whole day has been just Courtney laughing pretty much yeah. like she's just she's, she, listen it's gonna be a great episode because she's got the giggles like the giggle core co- <laughs> um, wouldn't it be funny if the show started and then she stopped laughing like there's no laughter yeah, from her super... I'm just gonna be serious as soon as the show starts by the way I was gonna sing a song for this oh, one Jesus. I was gonna be like guess who's back stop back I don't think she could handle it knew she's back <laughs> tell Ryan <laughs> oh you should just did it and not told well, us well he did just do it I just did yeah yeah um, but Thanks. It's not recorded. <laughs> it's recorded. We're live, bro. We're live. Yeah, but onto the radio show. This is a radio show. Yes, it's we are starting. the The show is live, dude. Oh, we're doing just, the show. He just didn't the show tell you. Live. I guess. Oh, my mistake. Everybody was looking away. So. Oh, know. my mistake. Sorry about that. Uh, it's fine. So, uh, I. By the way, guys, welcome to the second season of. Ryan and Noosh are dead. I should have saved that for right before the <laughs> song played. I'll save that for I'm later. glad that we're so professional now. You know, things have gotten so much more. And I like that you're saying we're so professional because I just realized we can put different masks. So right now you're green. Thanks, You Courtney. put masks Thank on you. The- Apparently Are they like Snapchat filters? This They're is filters. See, see, Ken, he's oh, green. He is. He's Hulk Ken. And now he's acid. Well, well if I'm, just looks if so I'm Asian and I'm green, that'll make what <laughs> color? What am I? Oh, jeez. Purple? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go back to no filter. Okay. I don't remember. Carry on. Okay, well, so I've I've got... Avenger. (laughs) What's that? We look like the Guardians of the Galaxy. No, the the purple guy. Hawkeye. Floating guy. Vision? Vision? Vision. He's not purple. He's red. Oh, he's burgundy. He's not red red. I guess that's true. (laughs) Learn your colors, bro. He's Carmine. (laughs) Carmine? This is going off the rails. So, um, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a story to share, but we're not going to mention one names. of my favorite stories. Oh, no. <laughs> we're not going to mention names. Ryan's the only one who knows the name. <laughs> I've got this friend. So one time, me and uh, two, no, three of my friends were in a car. We're driving out um, somewhere, mm-hmm. and um, so there's this girl in this car, and there was two other friends, and so this one. I'll, I'll, I'll call one of the friends military guy, and I'll call the other guy. <laughs> what do you call the other guy? Video game guy. Video game guy. He really is video game guy. So there's military guy, video game guy, and like no nonsense girl, I guess. Uh, so we're in the car. I'm driving. Who are you? I'm driving guy. Okay. So <laughs> these are such original names. Yeah. So video game guy. He says he, he mentioned to his girlfriend something that he once did, and he basically said that he wants to have other guys do this thing, right? And the funny Didn't thing Didn't he also just assume that everyone had done it? Yes, but also here's the thing. Between the two of us, between me and military guy, that is, he assumed, well, if either of them did this thing that I'm about to talk to them about, it's going to be Noosh. Like, he just assumed it had to be Noosh. Noosh <laughs> between military guy and Noosh, it's Noosh. Oh, so gosh. the thing that he asked us was the, 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 two, the two guys in the car, right? And by the way, me and mm-hmm. military guy in the front seats and the girl in this, in this video game guy in the back seat. He says, uh, have you guys ever tasted your own semen? Oh. <laughs> and oh, I swear, my. when he asked that question, <laughs> me and military guy, we looked at each other like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And, oh, Lord. And, 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 and that's when, when, and then after he said that, I was like, wait, wait. Between the two of us, you thought I did that? <laughs> like, I mean, 
And the thing was, I I agreed actually. I'm yeah, not gonna. I, I actually, <laughs> I I told him I agree. I said, yeah. Between me and like muscular military guy, I guess you'd expect skinny Asian guy to be the semen taster. Well, well. <laughs> so what was the answer to the question? Well, no, the answer was no. <laughs> no I, did, was I did take a long time to answer. No, yeah. me and military guy. After we got over our shock of like, what the f? We were we were like, no. No, video game guy. We did not do that. We You did that? And he's just like, no, I was just really curious. Isn't anybody curious? And we're like, no, no. we're not. We're really so not. So you guys would no never... No nonsense girl had tasted it before, though. Well, I'm assuming. A, well, probably, I guess. I mean... That would be normal, right? Both I, of them, both he and his girlfriend have tasted him. It's gross. Oh, I, I didn't mention... Well, that's a new fact that you shouldn't have mentioned because it creates relationships that might lead people to discovering the truth of who these people are. You mentioned it before I did, I thought. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh. Well, it, video game guy was did. dating no-nonsense girls. Okay. That's, that's why he's saying these things. Okay, so. I swear to God you said that already. <laughs> no. I'm just waiting for him to slip the actual well, here, name in there. Here's, I'm, I'm trying. Very <laughs> hard so basically, though, we were like, okay, so you have. And then he described what it <laughs> tastes like. And then... He started describing the texture, and that's when I'm, I'm in the middle of driving, and I stopped, and I was like, I didn't stop driving. I mean, I just, I kept <laughs> driving. The, get out. <laughs> I kept driving. Get out of my car. But I, I was just like, wait, wait. I was stop. Hold on, hold on. I said, you're talking about texture? I said, listen, man, this whole time, I thought you, like, poked your finger in it and just, like, gave it a little taste. But I, I was like, how much did you exactly put in your mouth? Well, he put enough. <laughs> enough to understand the texture of it the consistency he described the consistency great way to start the season uh, dude i know i, I want to say something own... but i don't want to <laughs> start the season tasting so, wait, your own semen given the opportunity you guys wouldn't no no, no. <laughs> why well why would you expect a girl then to if you won't even i'm try not expecting your own? anyone to i don't expect okay. anything from anybody well it is at their pleasure <laughs> it is at their pleasure if they want to be nice and do that for me Thank you so much. You're an angel, but I'm not gonna tell you to like do that. I'm not, <laughs> it, it, especially if someone's like, "I'll do it if you taste it," and you're okay oh. with it. Because no, no. Well, me knowing it's okay. Well, me, I'm I'm a downstairs kind of guy, not my own for the girl. Yeah, I don't mind if it's down there. It's 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 a village down there sometimes, but I, I'm down for that. Yeah, but, no, no, but, no, 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 no. Same thing. Okay. But we're we're talking about yeah doing something yeah. for someone else. I'm saying I'm not gonna taste myself. But it's yours. It's yourself. In order for is, her is it, to do is, is that, is it for worse? Me. You're if you taste someone on. else's, Courtney. Is it worse? <laughs> You're like egging us on, like like. Come well, on, it's guys. an interesting <laughs> yeah, it topic, and what's coming to my mind because she's the girl and, here, and it's what? a. It, I mean, I'll bring up. I'll be, bring up a girl thing right here. There, that was actually discussed on an episode of Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, think it was, I think it was Samantha who was. <laughs> it with the would guy. be Samantha. Yeah, because oh. she said that she was she was giving a guy a BJ, and she said that his spunk tasted gross. And so to make a point, she had him try it. And he's like, "Yeah, that's pretty gross." And then you know, I mean, they worked it out in the end. But so that's why nah, I'm just posing it to you was guys. It, was it pineapple juice? The <laughs> <laughs> funny thing is, though, out of. <laughs> By the way, the, the kinds of self-depreciating humor that I say about myself is really sometimes I'm shocked at my own yeah. low, that you were low like, opinion of myself. It would be me. I, actually, even in this room with yeah. Ken and Ryan yeah. and me, I'm like, if anybody, if the situation was, well, I'll taste it if you taste if that sort of thing, 
uh, I think if anybody in the, in the room did that, it, it'd probably be me. It, You'd be, like, but, desperate. If she was like, I'll do it if you <laughs> taste it first. Listen, because Ryan knows there's situations in my life where <laughs> I have allowed things to happen to me because I'm like, well, I don't want to stop this other thing she's doing. <laughs> like, literally, it's I... A, it's a really fun story that we can't talk about. Why not? You... Am I okay with it? I don't know. You're asking me <laughs> if Save you're it for okay later. with it? My, my rule of thumb is that I never want anyone in my family to ever hear this show. <laughs> I've done a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, if they never hear it, you can say whatever you I, want. I, uh, well, basically, okay, I'll, I'll, doing it. I won't talk about We're myself. talking about the story. I'll talk about somebody else. <laughs> so there's this other guy. Not me. Okay. <laughs> His name is Dan. His name so, is, it rhymes with noosh. I'll, I'll just be, okay, fine. fine, fine. <laughs> Basically. Not noosh. He's nega noosh. He's nega. Douche. No, Ryan, tell me this. Is this per- a story too personal to share on air? No. Is this- I talked about me shitting myself <laughs> blood in your hotel toilet. I mean, that's got to be worse than what you did. There's there's guys who just do what you did, and they're, like, into it. It's not okay, a big deal. Random question. Nobody's though, into shitting. This just popped into my head. Just okay. a random question. Well, what, what do you want us to taste now, Courtney? Well, no, it's still, <laughs> still on the same topic. I'm yeah. just curious if you think that you guys know your your body and yourselves enough that if you were to if somebody somehow got a sample this is sick Corby. and you were blindfolded and had you taste it would you be able to pick out your own probably not probably not I w- I've, I've never know, tasted I've never my tasted own or anyone else I noticed so the I smell so. yeah I know the smell and that's enough Whoa, for me to there, be like it smells different depending on probably who it is. I don't know I don't, I don't smell know other, I don't smell other people's that's semen my I'm just saying perspective on that area of my body Dude, Courtney, you're is... turning things. Yeah. Dude, she's going to die. All you I know stop. is it doesn't I just, smell good. I just so like the simultaneous freak out that just happened right now. Well, because think about it. Like my entire world of what that area is like is just me. Yeah. I don't know anybody it's else's weird. situation. Yeah, I, for like most, yeah. I think for most men and maybe humans in general, I guess women also, but like there's a whole realm of your life that like just no yeah. one else you don't know what anyone else does. Like you, people might shit totally different from you. You're the only person in the yeah. world who poops the way you do, or does whatever else, <laughs> or yeah. tastes the way you do. I guess I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that we don't know about each other, and we should never know about I, each other. I, we can be good friends, but not that good yeah. friends. <laughs> but we are good <laughs> enough friends to hear your story. <laughs> By the way, though, we're not gonna share any of these stories. But I feel like wow. Ryan and you and I have had experiences where I feel like we've crossed thresholds of like. That's not what friends usually experience at the same time. No homo. No, I mean, well, no, kind of, kind of sometimes. <laughs> Listen, look, can I mention one? Th- can I mention one thing? Is it, I don't know if it's too personal. Well. Listen. listen, hold on. You can mention the story about me if you talk about the story about yourself. Okay, also. I will. Right. No, listen. The, the, the realms, I've, I've said there's times where Ryan and I have experienced things where we're like, dude, we've crossed like bro moments. One of them, for example, is, and I'm not going to mention names, okay? But like one time we were all. I mean, you're already, we're already talking about me. Yeah. So <laughs> we're all out <laughs> drinking or whatever, right? We go back to Ryan's place to sleep. There's a girl with us at that time. We go back to Ryan's place to sleep. I sleep on Ryan's bed like a king size. I okay. sleep on one side of Ryan's bed. Ryan and this girl are on the bed also next to me, and then they do it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm awake, and I'm just bundled up pretending to be asleep because oh I'm just hey, like, Really? Hey, hey Yes. Hey. We were drunk. Also, to be fair, when I realized you were awake, I stopped. He where, did. where was this? At In my Ryan's house. house. In my bed because he had why, nowhere why else to sleep. Why is Noosh there? Because we because he was too drunk drinking. to go home. Yeah, yeah. So he was like Noosh. staying over. 
It's on like, there was I hope no I other. Never but it's all, it's <laughs> dude, dude. The thing is, though, I was just there, awake, and just like I can't believe. Well, this listen, happened. listen, man. Everybody was drunk. Yeah, and I really was like, you know, she was trying to like do stuff, and I was like, ah, he's just, he's awake. Yeah, but then I thought. He's asleep now. <laughs> I wasn't. I and then, well, no, and then because at one point you were like, oh. <clears throat> and you like rolled over, yeah. you did like a thing. I did clear my throat a lot. And I was like, like I was it. like, oh, you know, yeah, he's breathe. awake. Yeah, we got to stop. He's awake. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I did. thanks for cock blocking, you dick. No, it's not cock blocking. You, <laughs> you just screwed yourself. You could have just said you had a threesome. I don't. He wasn't involved. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was well, next to it. Whoa, telling the whoa. story, the that, people listening won't know. I would never, ever tell anybody I, I was in a devil's three-way. Yeah, if that ever mean, happened, that is... That's definitely a threshold. That is a, a never gonna never gonna happen there. That's definitely a well, threshold that I mean, we the other never... other threat. By the way, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Should I say this? Wait, remember that time you were swiping through my... Or she was swiping through my phone? Oh, where we saw your dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so... Yeah, he was trying to show us pictures of some girl that he was yeah. talking to. Yeah, and, and, and I told I told like, his girlfriend. I told I told this girl that uh, he was like, "Oh, don't don't swipe yeah. through my pictures." And yeah. then of course she does. Okay, and I it's had, just was was that dong. was that solicited or you just offered that up to whoever you were going to send that to? No, listen. Sometimes. Oh, it was a solicited thing. <laughs> okay, you didn't. Yeah. Okay. Nusha's oh, not. Listen, no, I will no. vouch for my friend. Thank He's you, not man. an unsolicited no, I'm just curious. dick pic guy. I mean, I'll okay. be honest. I've only ever had one dick pic sent to me, and I was just like, "What the hell?" Like, it, it was, was not. Like a random, it was not, unsolicited. It was not listen, solicited. I mean, I was talking to the guy, and then just randomly, "Oh, that's nice." And how did you feel about that? I felt weird. I don't think uh, girls like that. No, well, they don't. They you're not a gift. Yeah, well, not a gift. That's right. solicited. Let me explain one thing. This is really important. This is for girls and guys. I'm going to be very serious here, guys. Okay. It Ser- is very... Wait, let me get the serious I already filter. Know. Serious I already filter. know. Serious filter. Black and Where white. Going? Go. I hope... I, I don't know. Uh, here's the thing, guys. It is really difficult for men and women to have a really good picture of their private areas, of their body, ready to go whenever a person you're talking to wants something sent to them right yeah. uh, by the way rule of thumb for guys generally the, the, the rule of thumb is important a girl sends you a picture of the upper area you just compliment them okay if they send two pictures then you you must respond if they if they're looking for that with a dick pic however <laughs> however if the girl immediately sends you a lower torso picture without anything upper torso going on immediately respond with a dick pic that's the and the where dating, did you the get dating this guide nushism? for Ryan and Nusher Dead will be on sale soon. <laughs> yeah. So you know, keep an it's eye out for that. The, the serious thing I was say, yeah, it's hard to get a good picture, so you just have to have it ready to go in your phone when it arises. Have, Nush, the, have listen, the right filters applied to it. Basically, what Nusha is saying is he was having a real good dick day, and he took a picture, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm keeping this one." It is, uh, and he kept it, and it's probably still on your phone. I'm sure. <laughs> no, not my new phone. My new it's phone. It's in your email. You new, saved it somewhere. It's phone, in the cloud. My <laughs> new phone is a saint. <laughs> Don't talk about my new phone like that. It's a saint. Oh, sorry. He's got it saved somewhere. On the cloud. Oh. Anyway, yeah. that happened. So Ryan Ryan and I have crossed <laughs> thresholds. Okay, look. We need to start the show. It's been 15 minutes. I don't have time to tell <laughs> you my- You son of a bitch. Okay, I'm going to tell my story. Look. I'll tell your story. No, I'll, I'll tell it after the bump, all right? We'll, we'll do it after the bump. What the hell's the bump? Well, yeah, what's the, the bump? Intro? I, I, I thought Where I did, did that come from? Uh, who's, I was going to say bump. What, we're going to do like a pre-show shows, fist bump? Sometimes shows <laughs> call drugs? pro- I use the wrong term. It's not a bump. A bump is like like it's doing coke. No, no. A, 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 a bump <laughs> is a bump like is. prepare for a lot of snacks. You know that thing where right before like two and a half men starts, they'll be like like next up is two and a half men. And oh then they, yeah, that's the bump. Oh okay. Yeah. 
We'll do it after that. So once we start Up next, show, Brian, and you sure did. <laughs> this is the worst opening of anything I've ever experienced. We've talked about things that I never want to talk about. You I'm brought all of it up. Yeah, to so. even post this on Facebook for well, people to it's see. It's lies, man. It's all your fault. <laughs> That's true, man. You kind of listen. The one thing on is th- that that solution that that formula for dick pic sending that's a oh. legit thing people should start well, using that. okay we copyright it then yeah we should <laughs> what <laughs> so guys all i want you send a lot of them so you're, that's where you got like, he's the, an expert expert yeah. he's an, clearly so I, I, I don't send nearly everyone enough. keep an eye out at your local bookstore we'll have a book out soon <laughs> the front the, of the, the book the, will be the picture the definitive guide of how to send dick pics dick pic <laughs> etiquette i am no- perfect title yeah. oh my god Hashtag. I am. Hashtag I am never etiquette. opening another multimedia text from you ever again. Please, just people just stop swiping on my phone. If I show you a picture, just look at it and hand. That's the phone why you back. don't hand him the phone. You just, oh hey, look at this picture. Exactly. You should never hand someone your phone because hmm. there's always something in there you're going to be very embarrassed about. Well, I mean, if there's nothing to be embarrassed about, fine. But if you have a penis picture, one picture away from the picture you're showing someone, yeah. <laughs> put it in a separate folder or something, dude. Just. Uh. Organize your life. By the way, when you sent the photo, did you put like a filter on it? No, man. <laughs> no, do you think I use filters, man? No. No. no He's filter. like, hashtag I woke up like this. I, 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 <laughs> hashtag I, no filter. I use the right <laughs> angles, though, because you got to use the right angles. And so, guys, <laughs> welcome to season two of Ryan and Noosh are dead. Get ready. You are in a, a really good mood, Courtney. It's like really infectious. Because I think, I told you, like I'm tired and I think when I get tired, I finally get like um, hyper because mm-hmm. I don't get hyper off of anything. So I think it's just. It's kind of the same as me, except at some point after I'm tired, I'll burn out and I'll just Oh yeah, when I, when I go home, I'm probably going to crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been up since six this morning. Hey, me too. Oh, man. Awful. Yeah. yeah. Not fun. So, hey, uh, everyone. Way to bring it down. (laughs) I know. We had so much energy in the beginning of this talking about penises, tasting semen. And I think that's going to be a really exciting intro. You know what? I am am a little annoyed that you told my story. And you're like, oh, I don't have time to talk about the one time I got my finger... You gotta finish that sentence right there. I'm gonna finish it, but first of all, I wanted to put the teaser in there to make sure we actually tell (laughs) the story. But first of all, it wasn't his finger. First of all, (laughs) first of all, I just want to (laughs) say welcome to another episode of Ryan Nushar Dead, episode two, the last season two. It's episode two, two, the last Harambe. Well, because you know, these, these are episodes, these, you know, Star Wars style. It's because oh, okay. the guys, you know, like like today, it's it. Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, that's like the that wasn't today. That was yes, a couple days ago when it came out, right? The title. It's a terrible title. I hate it. The Last Jedi. That's what the new movie is going to be Jedi. called. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, I'm I'm Danushka here to entertain and <laughs> and uh, tell you a story in a second. Uh, I'm Ryan here. To enforce the story being told. <laughs> the executor. Yes. I'm Courtney, and I want to know whose finger was where. <laughs> uh, 
I'm Ken, and they just picked me off from the street. <laughs> and we'll we'll, we'll talk fair. about Ken in one second. But uh, okay, so the new game that I every single time after we introduce ourselves, the new game is this, guys. It's a running gag that we're going to be doing. And basically, the way it works is we're going to take turns. Ryan, next week. Are we taking a shot every time you say basically? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I would be dead. <laughs> we're already dead. <laughs> Yeah. So we'll come okay. back to life <laughs> so many shots in so next week is ryan the week after that's corny the, the game is basically this anytime we have the, those of us here and we introduce ourselves immediately afterwards we basically say this kind of a thing Shot. where if this if this <laughs> was for example if this was sex in the city i would basically be this person Shot. Shot. and ryan would be this person courtney's this person can like that we basically give an example of a thing and say well Shot. i'm basically this Shot. this Shot. this yeah well if we do sex and city i call carrie well <laughs> you can choose your own for the oh, okay. two episodes from now okay got it ryan's next week you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna undercut you and choose i'm gonna do sex and city next week <laughs> just so you can't <laughs> and i'm gonna be carrie <laughs> okay so basically guys Shot. Shot. uh if this was jurassic park ken would be muldoon You'd be Robert Muldoon. <laughs> He's the guy who gets... The game warden. Oh, okay. <laughs> the guy, you, you're the game warden who, you know, he says, like, what is that last thing he says? Yeah, he, he says, says like, clever. Clever Clever, girl. clever, clever girl. girl. It's, it's funny you said Muldoon because that has something to do with my story, too. <laughs> Don't mention it. But I, good. Good. I was like, Muldoon. No. So, uh, Courtney, you are... Doctor Doctor Ellie Sattler, you have to. You know why? Because I'm the only girl. girl? Well, no, you. Well, no, you could be the hacker. I guess the reason why is because Doctor Ellie Sattler is the informed, intelligent, like knowledgeable person on the the group. Oh, nice. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, Doctor Alan (laughs) Grant is too busy, too busy competing with Malcolm, and Malcolm's too busy. So wait, which one is Doctor Grant? Which which one's Malcolm? Malcolm? (laughs) Okay, well, Ryan. Can I say who I guess it would be? Go ahead. Dr. Grant would be Ryan and you would be Malcolm. That seems yeah, right. Dude, yeah. that feels right. Yeah. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Cut you're, your you have, right across the belly. I mean, <laughs> you're no Jeff Goldblum, but you're the closest wow. to Jeff Goldblum in this room. Uh, <laughs> you just look like you're a nervous guy wow. all the time. Like Jeff Goldblum. Listen, we, can, we can't all look like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> By the way, Ryan, what is Is it I, just because he's brown? Jeff, no. Gold, Jeff Goldblum's pretty brown in he's, that one. That's true. That's he I, is I know, pretty he is. He is. He's really brown in but that But he always seems like he's a nervous guy. Yeah. And that seems like noosh. I'm not nervous. I'm just fast talking. I'm yeah, just, that's the same thing. Yeah. Jeff, 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 well, Jeff, by the way, here's the thing. By the way, I was coming into this whole thing. I'm going to finish up, but but I wasn't going to go into this whole thing with a completely different like example. But I realized the one I want to do, the one I will do when it's my turn again, is like way too complicated for like the first example of this thing. Okay. So I want to keep it simple. But Ryan, over the phone, I told you when I said, oh, I might do Jurassic Park. What did I tell you you were? Did I say Dr. Alan Grant? Mm-hmm. Ryan is not Dr. Alan Grant, oh, even no. though in my mind I kind of want him to be, and I think he is. Is he John? No. Oh, God. Ryan. That'd be terrible. No, guys. Ryan is Dr. Ian Malcolm because he's the guy with his shirt off, <laughs> getting women like to like pay attention to this show. Okay. He's talking about chaos and like space and shit like that. That's Ryan. I think you're confusing with JB. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. The droplets never fall in the same way or whatever his, his weird thing is. The Soldana. <laughs> Actually, I'm always talking about Yeah, that's you. That's my yeah. thing. But he he kind of co-opted that. So, by the way, I want you to know this. The what is char- this show about today? We're going to get to that. But by the way, <laughs> the characters that I selected nice for try, all of you guys. Nice try trying to move it along. <laughs> the characters I selected for all of us, mm-hmm. they all have a scene together. Like, they're all a part of, like, a really great moment. 
um, Muldoon, Sattler, yeah. and Dr. Malcolm. So the character I am, I am Dr. I'm the T-Rex. <laughs> I'm the T-Rex, actually. Because okay. I am this force that's just trying to push you guys into doing this show, just driving us You are along. definitely the loudest, also. <laughs> you make the most noise. <laughs> he ate all the bad guys. That's true. We, we have and he a... kicked ass in, um, what's the new one? Uh, Jurassic World went after that. Hey, she kicked ass. I, she, oh, that's true. I You're also kicked, a girl. I kicked ass yeah. in the first one, too, at the very, very yeah, end where true. I saved everybody. Yeah, when the raptors are yeah, getting yeah. at you. But yeah, I mean, basically, basically that entire scene. Shot, shot, That entire scene where you guys are done. driving away from the T-Rex, that's that's this show. That's just me just, come on, guys, hurting. And, and we're just running away from going, you. Uh, faster. Must faster. go faster. Must, must go, go faster. 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 That's faster. literally happening right now. Faster. So, Ken, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, tell us something new about yourself or what you've been up to. Because you've been on the show. I mean, literally the last, the last show episode that we you did in the studio. Yeah. Yay. Awesome, right? I don't even know what to say. The highest rated show we've ever oh, had. Oh, that's that's, a, that's not true. Yeah, it is. Is it? Everybody loves Idol's episode, yeah. Really? Yeah. Great. From Instagram, we got a lot of... Um, uh, Snaps? People liking, and they were like... Uh, <laughs> you sound so old right now. Japanese From Instagram, we got a lot of snaps. <laughs> uh, anyway... Ken. Tell us a thing. Yeah. Dude, my, my mind is blank after all, all your stories, man. Oh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I got to tell my story. Before you do? Oh, my I'm goodness. I'm here that. Yeah. Well, well, just Ken, just tell us what you did over winter break. And then um, the Oh, wait, don't tell us. Maybe it's too sad. How it, was your, it's wow. semi-sad. You didn't. He could have said oh, something yeah. else. You yeah. made well, you, it weird you, you, now. You, like, no, led him into that. Yeah, dude, sad. Stop, stop bulldozing. <laughs> stop T-Rexing <laughs> people into stories. <laughs> That's a good use of it. I didn't invite him. Uh, he didn't get invited to the New Year's party that that people threw. Oh, the New oh. Year's party. Yeah, let me talk about that. Did a terrible job. With, yeah, well, it's not my you, fault. You, you, you asked me at the last minute, and I didn't even know where it was. Well, I asked at the last minute because I assumed Ryan and Courtney invited you. I asked them to, and they, and they didn't. Well, he invited me after I created my own party, and yeah. I had to cancel my party to go you to You know what party. happened is because you were like, <laughs> Was oh, I invited I... to your earlier party? Huh? Was I invited? I, I was, right? Come yeah. on. No, you weren't. Everyone else was. <laughs> so I went to a party where I didn't know anybody. Well, to be fair, the thing was this. I told Courtney about the party, and you were like, oh, well, I had like Ken and Kenny and these other people who were going to come to mine. And I was like, oh, well, they can come. So I just yeah. assumed you guys were coming as like a... Kenny was next got, to me. Things got just, you know, and then... Um, and that's what happens when Noosh yeah. isn't planning Shut things, because I'm really, you know... You can't plan your own... I'm really anal about things, I guess you can say. <laughs> we're going to talk about how anal you are. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. So here's, here's a story, right? Here's here's a story Just that Ryan's now, would yeah. put. Yeah, basically Shut there up. was one time where. Am I the only one who always says that? By the yes. way, basically? you say basically a like lot. all the time. You're ah, you're super basic. Uh, essentially, ah, there you go. Um, there was one time, time where <laughs> me and this girl were doing some stuff, and she was doing some stuff. Some stuff with he was getting a blowjob. I was getting a blowjob. <laughs> Thank you. That's the stuff. Um, so. At some point, she suddenly took her finger and like just, just right, right up there. By just. the way, the joop motion was she put her finger in his ass. Yeah, <laughs> just because it's a radio, they can't see. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I just so want to make sure everyone got the idea. She just, she just did, and um, immediately when that happened, I mean, I was immediately like really uncomfortable by it. Yeah. But at the same time, you I was kind just, of enjoyed it. No, well, <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's why. No, no, no. You know what? I wouldn't give him shit for it. 
no pun intended. <laughs> but if he enjoyed it and he was like, oh, I just discovered this thing about myself, that's kind of cool. I would have been like, hey, man, good for you. Yeah. yeah. That's but he didn't. He was like, oh, I don't like this. But yeah. he didn't tell her to stop because he didn't want her to stop. Because I thought so if, polite, I told her to, in those if I told her to stop doing this thing she started doing, I thought she might stop doing everything. everything. And I was just like, I don't want to stop whatever's happening right now. I don't want to stop this train. I don't he doesn't want to stop getting the blowjob, so I got to just leave. I mean, what else might stop if I stop this thing? I mean, oh, it could be a, a, an entire chain reaction. I like that's how your thought process is. That is, I'm always planning and... <laughs> if I told her to stop this, she's but gonna honestly, stop giving me that. that. Wouldn't that be like most guys' reactions? Like, I don't want that to stop. No, so, no. So you would, no, you would speak no. up. You Listen, speak if a girl up. did that to me, and <clears throat> I would be like, "What are you doing?" Like, no, thank you. So you would keep one hand here and take the other one, and pull it out. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't like force her head to. <laughs> no, it's yeah, getting weird. But <laughs> it is getting weird. I would politely say, "No, thank you, ma'am," to the, the finger. I'm not. If she's good at it and it feels good, I'll let no, it in No, thank there. you back there, but if please continue you like down it. there. Yeah, there See, you, you can be polite. If it feels good, I'll just yeah. let it like, keep going. You know, you know what it is? It's, it's a matter of options, dude. It seriously is. Ryan has so many options that he can say no sometimes. You I, really make it sound like I'm just like I have girls you, like waiting you are the, for me. Well, and it's not even true. It's just, that, it's just that you feel that you have so few options that yeah. you're like, this will never happen to me again. Again, ever. I need to. This, I got. I, I cannot stop this. If I had options, I. I listen. If I had privilege, I would be like, <laughs> like, yeah. I. You know what? I'm not really into that. Thanks. Um. You know, but keep doing the other thing. But, you this know, is a I, pretty sex heavy show right it now. Is. Dude, yeah. So the topic today, guys, is is sex. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Dude, the funny thing is, we tell the audience, guys, the topic today is collectibles. <laughs> I know this is gonna be. A totally different direction. Well, mine will kind of tie hey. into it. Yeah. It always Good does. Good job, Somehow Courtney. Somehow with Courtney, it always... It's always about pooping or sex. It always comes... That's why she's been on this topic uh, this whole time. That makes me sound like I have she's a really weird life. <laughs> or, or just a really, like... You've been thinking about it a lot. Like a reserved life. You, like you just... You really got trying to... Head. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway, so the show <laughs> is about collectibles. <laughs> So basically, I'm not saying it. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping he would. No. So okay, we're gonna be talking about collectibles today, collections and collectibles. That is episode one of season two, right? Mm. Uh, by the way, we should probably tell the audience that the reason we don't have our iTunes up yet—it's in the works. We have some things to sort out, and then by mid-February, we should have it. Well, that's the promise we were given, but I mean, yeah, that's the promise we were given by somebody else. So we'll. Well, well see. that goes back Somebody's... to your very first episode: strings and promises. Yeah. yeah, yeah, still there, still strings, fewer promises. We we try to make fewer promises because the str- we don't have enough strings to hold those promises together. <laughs> We're at maximum string capacity now. We yeah, I mean this is string theory at this point. We have like an entire <laughs> you know department dedicated to that. So okay, guys, uh, the <laughs> start us off. Yeah, the collectible that I want to talk about is a '90s classic. Oh that, my god, what is it? What could it be? It, the prob- I have no idea. The problem I'm is, so... it was going to be a surprise, but then I dropped it out of my pocket outside, and, and Ken's Ken like, and, who's, Ken, yeah, is he, this? Ken actually shouted out loud, so like all the people Everyone outside looked. in like the, Well, I wasn't here for this. Yeah. Can I take a guess of what 90s Please. collectible it could be? Guess She's going to guess it right, watch. Well, I'm thinking either Beanie Baby, Pog, 
There you go. Wow. There you go. Those are my two. We're guesses. talking about pogs. That's, of course, that's the guess. Uh, those are the those are the those are the two guests. Well, it could be also pet rocks and trapper keepers. Trapper keepers. Yeah. Trapper keepers. You gotta have a trapper keeper. It's where. What's no the tagline? No one had a pet rock though. I didn't. Do pet didn't rocks have a pet were? Rock. I think uh, like when we were in our age, like whatever age we were in the nineties. I think pet rocks were like not. Dude, for pet us. rocks were ninety one, ninety two. I was like a little kid though. I mean, I was like we're talking like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Seven. I, I wouldn't six. want one. Okay, so guys, we're talking about the rise and fall of Pogs. <laughs> so uh, Pogs, just a brief overview, really quick, right? So Pogs were popular in the 90s, sp- yeah. specifically from 92 to 95. What's really great about this particular group of us is, I mean, as opposed to like other guests we might have, is we were all 90s kids. We all grew up in that yeah. generation of like the classic 90s you know, trends that came and went. I mean, honestly... 90s trends are really equivalent to like memes now because the thing is I don't think you can have trends in the same way that they existed in the 90s where they were so insular but they still spread by word of mouth so quickly I think yeah. memes are the closest thing to that that we really get nowadays you know but anyway so thanks internet <laughs> I mean internet changed the game it, it changed yeah. everything so okay pogs they were popular from 92 to 95 that was the period Dude, I feel like pogs were popular for so much longer but that's probably accurate had a very short run. <laughs> well, that was the peak. That's the period where they were popular. There was a decline period as well. That, that was a little bit longer, but that was the period people played the game. So th- here's the reason why they were so popular, right? They were cheap to produce. They were basically cardboard milk caps. That's literally yeah. what they are. Yeah. They're milk caps. Mm-hmm. The kind that go on glass bottles of milk that were delivered in, in the past, right? They were marketed almost entirely through word of mouth. Entirely almost. By kids, no less. <laughs> um and they were essentially blank canvases to show off the things people cared about. That's the thing. It wasn't just like one thing or the other. I mean, yeah, it was like, it check out my Rugrats pogs, bro, or, you know, whatever <laughs> weird it, Exactly. Things. It could be anything. I mean, basically, it was so niche for the time period that by just looking at pogs, you can get an idea of who was running for president. Who's the best basketball player of the time? What the most popular movies and TV shows were? And also who the most notorious, you know, murder case was at the time, right? Because there was... Was there an O.J. Simpson There were O.J. Simpson pogs. Yes. Tight. Yeah. I never got those. Radical. Yeah. Radical. (laughs) Extreme. So, uh, other thing was this. It was easy to play. By the way, this needs to be pointed out before I go on, that the real kids play for keeps. Like yeah, you don't you don't play pogs where okay well let's just make sure we separate it and you know you, you play for keeps right because yeah. the idea is whatever you flip over you keep you keep that so I mean the, that's how the real kids play pogs. Um, what, every, were the, what were the things called slammers? Slammers. slammers. Yeah, I had some sick dude, slammers. Dude, me too. Do you, do you still have yours? No, I lost them when I moved. Oh, dude, your your dad he makes me sad. He threw away everything <laughs> that was great in your life. Aww. Yeah. But I'm really great at making people feel shitty. Yeah, man. <laughs> Today. Yeah. So, by the way, everyone had insanely overpriced pog cases. Remember those tubular pog cases, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I have pictures, by the way, that I can share. I took pictures of all my pogs that I still have. I have everything. I have everything still. Of course um, you do. Yeah. Of course, man. It's me. Um, but it was crazy, though, because those pog cases were like 10 to $15. They, it, it was literally just a plastic tube, yeah. but they overcharged like a mofo. You know, um, they had to get their money somewhere. Everyone also had their best slammers, either plastic or rubber or metal, which also cost like fifteen bucks for like the good slammers. Yeah, yeah. So here's the origins of pogs, right? 
chime in if this is familiar to any of you, but I feel like this might be stuff you might not know because there's, there's actually an interesting origin story for this. Pogs were based. You know how far back we're going? We're going back to ancient Japan, <laughs> to the Edo period. Are you serious? I'm serious. 1603 to 1867. I was going to say the 1800s. Yeah. Pogs were based off an ancient Japanese game from the Edo period, which is 1600s to 1800s, and the game was called Menko. Menko was invented by a Japanese fisherman, or so the legend goes. <laughs> uh, Menko pieces were about the size of milk caps. They came in squares and circles. They featured cultural icons of that time, like wrestlers, warriors, rulers, and it was played in the same way. People stacked them, and they used other Menko pieces to flip them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Early pieces were made of clay or wood or ceramics, but later those pieces... Those ceramic slammers. Those are the best ones. <laughs> yeah. And they played for keeps. I mean, you, you want the ceramics so you can finish your kitchen. You know, that's the, that's the idea. You're <laughs> yeah. trying to get materials. Um, later on, though, in the 1800s, they actually did make cardboard. Once the technology was available, they made cardboard pieces. Um, Japanese immigrants. This is now, skip ahead a couple hundred years. Japanese immigrants to Hawaii in the 20th century, they brought their love of manko to the islands. Um, and there are actually some collectors who still have proto-pog pieces. This is, they're not technically pogs, but they're the proto-pog pieces, the milk caps that mm-hmm. people played with uh, in the 1920s and the 1930s before pogs were actually a thing. So that still exists huh. out there. So now, talking about Hawaii, right? Some of the young kids in Hawaii, they started collecting milk caps that were used to seal milk bottles, Right. In particular, I mean, you have to remember this. Their parents, they played the Manko game and stuff like that, but it's hard to get the pieces, right? They're not living in Japan. So the way they substituted it, the way they got the pieces they needed was through milk caps. The main source of milk caps was um, a juice drink, a juice bottle drink produced by the Haleakala Dairy Company. This this particular juice bottle. Snapple. No, (laughs) sorry. It was called... The passion orange guava drink, uh, and the pog. milk caps for this drink all had the. They weren't abrevi- milk caps then. Well, they were, but they're called. Well, that that's. I know the actual I'm thing is called the shit. milk caps. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 you know what? It wouldn't be Ryan and Nusha dead unless Ryan's being a dick about everything. Hey man, <laughs> you made me feel all sad fired. about my my childhood. I had to come back. That's true. Uh, you know what? That was fair. That's fair. Let me shake your hand. I, oh, it's a truce. Sorry. That, that's Through the air. No, I don't want to lean over. All right. So well, that was almost lovely. Yeah. Air five. So, no, man, when you eat high five, it's a self five. So, okay, it was a passion orange guava drink, and the abbreviation on the milk cap was POG. Okay. So the kids would refer to it as POGs, like, oh, we need more POGs, like, because that's what yeah, it said on the milk cap. Were. Yeah. Um, they played these milk caps similarly to how Menko's play. They stack them up, they use other milk caps to flip them, right? That was, and this is how the legend goes, until one day, one particular kid accidentally dropped a rock on the milk cap stack, and that was the day Slammers were born. (laughs) (laughs) No joke, dude. They were like, these... This is way better. better Yeah. I mean, the joke that somebody said is, yes, the theory... The actual philosophy, the, the theoretical idea of fun existed pre-rock. 
<laughs> like it existed. Like people played and they theoretically had fun. But the day that boy dropped the rock and the whole tower crashed, they were like fun came into the world. <laughs> Wait, this happened in Hawaii and the rock was dropped. Is that where the rock? Was uh, he the boy? No. The rock was the boy. <laughs> that should be the legend. He was the original That's rock. That's canon now. The rock me. that began. He was the rock that be? began slammers. The first rock. Oh. The yeah. first slammer. <laughs> and he was, and eventually he went on to slamming humans. He started slamming humans. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the milk caps, yeah, they, they had the pog insignia on it, right? So by 1955, the Halakala Dairy Company, they stopped producing the, the particular drink in glass bottles. They moved on to plastic, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Ruining they saw everyone. No, well, they saw how popular the caps were. So they continued producing Aww. the caps, and they just Thanks, pro- di- dis- distributed the caps. Yeah. So they just basically ordered caps every week to be delivered to the island, and they made them available through their plastic containers, even though they weren't necessary to actually seal the container anymore. Um, that way the kids... I mean, literally, it was, because the, that way the kids can continue kids. playing. Yeah. yeah. It was for the kids. So this is Cute. where we need to talk about this woman. Skip ahead from 1955. People are still playing the game, but it's on the islands, right? Using, using rocks now. Using rocks and using, you know, the, the pog uh, uh, pieces. We need to talk about Blossom Galbiso, okay? Blossom Galbiso in 1991. We're skipping ahead now. This is, yeah. this is the beginning, right? We skip ahead all these years. It's underground. It's just in Hawaii. It's above ground on the island. The first rule of Pog Club is... <laughs> you don't talk about Pogs. The first rule of Pog, uh, Pog Club is, if it's your first night, you gotta play. The second rule is, we play for keeps. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. That would be the third rule, but yes. That's true. By the way, the fourth rule of Pog Club is, we play for keeps. <laughs> Okay, so Blossom Galbiso. In 1991, a fifth grade teacher at Waialua Elementary School, which is on the, the third largest island of Oahu, her name was Blossom Galbiso. She taught that fifth grade, ta- uh, fifth grade class. She wanted to teach her kids a game that would help them with their math skills, right? And just a game that would be fun and non-aggressive, you know, like not like dodgeball and things like something that's just fun and easygoing, but also help them with math. So she is a Hawaiian uh, person of, of Japanese ancestry. So she loved playing pogs when she was a little kid growing up. So she thought, you know, I'll teach the kids how to play pogs. So she had them collect the pog milk caps that the... Halakala Dairy Company still produced through mm-hmm. that drink. And then they started playing in that elementary school. And then it started to spread to the other islands, other elementary schools. It became a phenomenon in Japan. Hawaii. I'm sorry, in Hawaii. <laughs> Thank you for the correction. In Hawaii. By the way, before- I was going to say that's. Wow, that jumped. <laughs> that really spread. <laughs> so, yeah, quick. They went back to the motherland. <laughs> but, um,. So, okay, here's one thing I want to mention, though. Uh, this was a game spread, and eventually it hit the North Shore, which is like a tourist destination, right? And that's when the tourists started picking up pogs. Um, fucking white people. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cultural appropriation. There you go. <laughs> no, I but, like that thing you guys are doing. That's ours now. By the way, I want to say this about Blossom. This is really actually, like, I think this is amazing. Um, she's still, to this day, known as the mother of pogs. Nice. She's known as the mother of pogs. It's a cool dude. title to have. Yeah, dude. She sounds so ancient, the mother of pogs. <laughs> so, um, 
Stan Pack Incorporated is a Canadian packaging company that's been producing. This is we're jumping somewhere How else. How did it get right? to Canada? How did it get to Canada? Right? Okay, so Stan Pack Incorporated is a Canadian packing, packaging company. For years, since the 1920s, they've been producing the milk caps for the Halakala Dairy Company. That's uh, their job. So okay. even after the bottles stopped being metal, uh, glass bottles, they still got orders from the dairy company to produce the milk caps with Pog on it, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, this company in 1992, they started receiving millions and millions of orders for Pogs. Like just orders for millions of these things. And they're, that's very unusual. They're yeah. like, dude, what is going on that people are suddenly ordering these things? And not just the dairy company. Like other people are ordering Pogs. So that's when they started to realize, oh, sap, this is something starting. Jump to California. This thing moved from the tourists that went to Hawaii spread to California. By the way, shout out to Cali being the place that basically popularized Shot. Pogs. Right. Yeah. Shots too. Because yeah, Hawaii was the originator and that's where it you know, sourced. But eh, That's where the history was. That's where the history was, but it, 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 it dropped. It dropped in Cali, basically. Shot. <laughs> Can I just say, probably at the, at the top of every show now, we should have an advisory. The listeners of the show, please do not operate play, heavy machinery while listening to the show. Don't play that game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so the game hits California. Later, it spreads to Texas, Oregon, Washington, and the rest of the U.S., and eventually the rest of the world. The whole This is a worldwide phenomenon. I, I didn't know that part. I mean, I was, I was like an 8-year-old, 9-year-old yeah. kid. I didn't know it was a worldwide phenomenon. All I know is I want to play the game because everybody else is playing <laughs> So multiple companies, cartoon shows, fast food restaurants, hair metal bands, etc. Everybody started producing limited edition milk caps for the kids to collect and trade. Like it became a way of advertising. Basically, it just became something that you make. It was a big yeah. thing. I mean, just a your give- PR guy was like, yeah. "All right, guys, so getting kind of big now. We got to get you some pogs." <laughs> That's when you know you've made it. Yeah, exactly. You know you made it when you. We so, pogs. Just can we ex- make our own pog, dude? Yeah, I oh think you can. Yeah. Dude, God, our logo, <laughs> holy pogs, sna- our faces. I don't want our faces. Our first, our first, our first brand of merchandise for the yeah, show. Yeah, the logo. You don't want to get by the pogs. By the way, some people actually use the pogs as uh, cards, like business cards, like pog <laughs> card. Yeah. Hey, tell your dad to call me. <laughs> I'll fix your AC. Here's a pog. Here's a pog for you and a pog for your dad. <laughs> By the way, the, the examples. I mean, Pogs were available through Happy Meals for opening a bank account, through Blockbuster, re- a bank account. through Blockbuster rentals. The Dare drug-free program had Pogs. They are so lame for trying to be dare. cool. By the way, at one point, the Pope ordered 50,000 Pogs <laughs> to give out to, to kids, the children yeah, of parishioners. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah. So, by the way, eventually, there was... You know how there's like those easy bake ovens and stuff like that that yeah, got right. really popular? Creepy crawlers. Like that kind <laughs> of yeah, thing, right? yeah. Creepy crawlers. Yeah, there was a milk cap maker that you can make your own pogs, mm. right? And by the way, actually, um, I'm pretty sure I knew somebody who had one of those because I was going through my pogs in preparation for the show and I found one of the ones that I made and I was like, Oh snap! I mean, it's horrible. <laughs> I drew Yoshi. I drew you uh, eight year old. You kid. made a, a your own drawing into a pog. Yeah, but um, I was like, "Whoa, snap! It's a I have a pog. I made a pog." Um, anyway, this guy has a quote that I thought was really funny about the milk cap maker. Looking back on the machine, I realized that the machine actually had razor blades in it, so it could cut the cardboard. 
that was a different time, the mid-90s, when children were real children. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree with that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Children play the game for keeps, which was feared as a form of gambling. That was, I, mean, I know you remember this. I remember mm. the schools tried freaking yeah, out. Yeah, actually, I remember my elementary school like, was it's like, like, you guys can't play thing. anymore. Yeah. It's gambling. So schools across the country started banning the game because it's a form you of gambling. You start doing like backroom pogs. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. You take it kids, underground. <laughs> kids mentioned that like they started playing pogs in secret in places yeah. and like the older kids who were already smoking by that time, they were like, yeah, we smoked while we were playing pogs. We just like, behind the handball court at the end yeah, of the right, field. Exactly. <laughs> Under the bleachers. <laughs> um, so that was in 1993, by the way, that the bannings started to happen. That was, like, peak level. Like the, I, Dude, when, schools are always taking the cool stuff yeah. and killing it. Yeah. Well, that's... What else did they ban? Like, yo-yos? Remember oh, when yeah, yo-yos yeah. were a big thing? Yeah, I remember yo-yos were... No, like, kids are getting their Dude, eyes Dude, that's so out. funny, by the You'll way, that at one point... Out. Everybody came to school with yo-yos. It's like, I can do this trick. Like, everybody's doing tricks. Rock the cradle. Rock yeah. the, walk the dog. Rock the dog was the easy, like... Well... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so bannings. And now we need to talk about, and by the way, here's the thing. I thought I didn't know about this. I was surprised when I read about this. But the funny thing is I found out Kid Noosh did know about this because he had a shitload of these too. The World Pog Federation. (laughs) Yes. We got to talk about the world. Dude, I was looking at my pogs and I had official World Pog Federation pogs. And I was like, I actually like had these. I, I had no idea because I thought when I read about it, I did not know about this. Yeah. So here's how I, you got to hear it. This is, this is weird. So Theodore Mills in Hawaii sees his son Bobby playing pogs and forms an organization called. <laughs> I can't wait to show you a screenshot of this, by the way. He forms an organization called the Professional Organization of Pogs, or Poop. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is, they could have. He did that on purpose. They could have organized as Pop, Professional Organization of Pogs, just not included. But he wanted to put yeah. that up. He wanted to put Poop, so yeah. it <laughs> became Poop. Um, he formed the organization. By the way, he, he formed the organization to connect with his family that was falling apart. <laughs> Dude. He did it's not it something to, to laugh at, but it's funny. he did it to like bring his family together. Uh, Poop is gonna bring us together, guys. <laughs> Save this family. Uh, he never caught this is important. He never copyrighted the term "pog." He just started using it because it was a colloquial term. He didn't think about it. It was just "pogs." Everybody called it "pogs." Um, an Orange County businessman named Alan Rapinski. Shout, shout out to Cali. <laughs> I'm like really shouting that out sometimes. Um, <laughs> He actually, just so you know who Alan Rapinski is, he's the guy who's the founder of Armor All for your car. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he's that guy. Um, he actually contacted the Halakala Dairy Company, and he bought the rights to use the term POG. And as soon as he did that in 93, nobody else could use the term POG in their advertising or their marketing or anything, the packaging, nothing. He is the owner of POGs. Everybody else had to call it milk caps or whatever caps. Mm. Um, there was actually lawsuits about this. <laughs> People were fighting for the opportunity to call it pogs because they were saying it's a colloquial term. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, That's how the kids know it. But the the courts ruled in favor of him. He won the right to call it pogs. Um, so meanwhile, by the way, the whole time, the Halakala Dairy Company, they sold the right to the term pogs. And they just went on making dairy and juice. Like, this whole thing is going down in Cali and across the country and the world. And they're just like... 
we really love our you know passion guava <laughs> you know passion orange guava you know drink or whatever yeah. they're just all about that so um he created right alan rapinski this organization called the world pog federation and he made deals with licensed brands like warner brothers shaquille o'neal Kraft foods mcdonald's of course, Shaq. coca-cola <laughs> well i mean he, he's got it he, he, that's when he started yeah doing everything it started with pog yeah. and then it went to gold bond <laughs> yeah, you know what? I just yesterday saw him in a general insurance commercial. I was like, man, you're really falling. Yeah, like, he's he's falling. Uh, he he doesn't have that one thing like Jordan does. Jordan's just like I do Hanes, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, he licensed all these companies to make pogs. Right. Here's a funny thing. Even though he did that, there's a lot of other companies who are just like, we'll make our own pogs. It costs like two bucks for yeah. like a hundred. It's cheap. So. These other companies licensed World Pog Federation because they were the official Pogs. They had the term Pog. Everybody else was just caps, right? He created a mascot, by the way, and I can actually show you the mascot. He created a mascot called. Do you the, have a Pog? Yeah, with I do. The... <laughs> he had a he had a he licensed a mascot called the Pog Man. Nobody knew what the Pog Man was. They, they thought, is it a Wookie? Is it a Sasquatch? But this is the Pog Man. We'll, we'll put a picture up on yeah. our... Oh, my God. I remember, you remember this. this? <laughs> They're yeah. all flooding back. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. WPF. Yeah. World Pog Federation. And, um, and then the logo. I remember that, too. Yeah. He licensed the actual Pog brand in 17 countries, including Japan, England, Canada, etc. I n- don't... I guess I wasn't in the in crowd for Pogs. That was, like, the lamest... It was mascot. A, seriously, it was, a terrible. No, mascot. here's the thing. That mascot of like the Captain Caveman looking yeah. Neanderthal fuzzy guy is like the go-to cheap ass mascot. <laughs> By the way, that particular pog that I I'm showing you, it's a Circle K icy. Yeah. Do you know why I have it? And do you know why I have over 500 of them? <laughs> icy. Dude, no, it's because my dad oh, worked at Circle station. K. Yeah. And dude, think about this. I'm like a seven, eight-year-old kid playing Pog. And my dad's like, oh, my son plays this game. Let me take a box <laughs> and bring it to you. Dude, my dad is that guy because when I was in high school one day, he came home and he brought this giant box of Mentos. And for literally, this is my freshman year, for like three years in my high school career, I became the Mentos kid. I was the Mentos guy. <laughs> People were like, hey, man, you got some Mentos? Yeah, dude, here. Like, I was, I had Mentos always on me. I was, I was, the, I was the fresh maker. <laughs> nice. So my dad, yeah, whenever he gets stuff off a box, he'll, uh, you know, from his work, he'll give it to me. So It looks like they ripped off this character from, like, BC. You remember the comic? Dude, <laughs> it looks like Captain Caveman to me, dude, from Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Oh, that, oh I think dude, that's yeah. what I, yeah. I couldn't place where I had mm. kind of seen it. Yeah. Mm. What is it? I don't know what it is. It's a fuzzball with feet. <laughs> so anyway, he's fourth. he's the Pog Man. So here, the demise of Pogs, right? We, we the rise and fall. We we talked about the rise. Give me my Pog back, yo. I just throw it right there. Oh, it's a collector's <laughs> item, man. Oh you have five hundred. I don't care. I need it. Did you take like whenever you were going to play a game for keeps? Were you like, oh, yeah. oh I'm going to put, I'm going to stack I, my deck with yeah, just dude. these ones. I well, here's the thing: what these. kids did, kids had their primary pogs, the ones no, yeah, that, like, of course, you had the ones you're willing to lose, X Men, the ones you're, the ones you keep, and then the ones you're willing to lose. And for me, I had 500 circle <laughs> <laughs> so I was willing to lose these anytime, anywhere. Yeah, I would uh, hate you. I wouldn't play you. I'd be like, man, <laughs> I know what you're. He's doing. playing with house money, pretty much. Dude, yeah, dude. Mm. If we were playing pogs together back in the day, you realize that's also your pogs, right? What do you mean? We we play together, man. We'd share. No, I know it's your bank account. No, I'm saying I know how it works. I'm saying you're not you're not putting in the same risk as me, though. 
no, I'm not playing against you. We play together, and if you need pogs to risk against somebody else... Oh, you're I'll, saying you would be... This is your bank account, you'd too, brother. You'd be the brother? bank yeah. for me. Yeah, oh, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> so we would both yeah, we have five hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With a hog man circle. Yeah. Little no, kid caught him. And nobody knows because the pogs go face down yeah, yeah. until you flip them, right? So the, the demise of pogs, right? We've been talking about pogs for a long time. Yeah. By the way, it's we're only... Not, be- we're going to cut short on... Yeah. No, no. Stuff. It's only because we talked for 30 minutes about nothing. We, we, we talked, talked a lot about... Yeah. We learned a lot about you today. Uh, I hate this <laughs> As we always already. do. The downfall of pogs. Additionally, the startup cost for pog man... Here's the thing, right? Startup cost for Pog manufacturing was so, so cheap. Everybody got in the game. It was cheap advertising. Mm-hmm. It was a popular thing. People, dude, people did not even imagine the bubble would burst. Like, there was no <laughs> bubble bursting in Pog manufacturing. Just, it's cheap. Just get them out there, right? So the market became oversaturated by imitators and copycats and also just official Pogs. The World, the World Pog Federation, they started licensing everybody, and that's way too many. Think about Legos. Legos didn't license everybody at the same time. They did little by little, step by step, every couple of years, brand new licensed product. They took their time. Mm-hmm. World Pog Federation, anybody who wants to make Pogs, they'll, they'll, they'll do it. Mm. So they oversaturated the market. Um, and uh, the other thing was this. Some other companies started producing their own versions. For example, there was the Universal Slammers Incorporated company that produced Slammer Caps. There See, was, they were smart because they're yeah. like, we can't say pogs, but yeah. we can do the slammers. Uh, Skybox International created sky caps, and Marvel Comics created hero caps. So everybody had caps. It was yeah. cheap to get into. Most people, by the way, th- I thought there's a really good quote to how pogs disappeared. Because the thing about pogs was it was hype one day, and then it was just gone. And one person described it as, I remember... One day we were playing Pogs, and the next day I brought them in, but no one was playing. The fad ended in a flash. It was as if there was a universal surge that passed through us all and told kids that Pogs were over. (laughs) (laughs) And and dude, it's true. I remember playing Pogs, Mm. and then I remember not playing Pogs. But part of the reason, though, that Pogs did die out was other fads took over. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't just something else You know that something else is, dude. You know it. Do you know it? You mentioned it. What's the other fad? Fad. Fad. Oh, God. Oh, my, my God. mouth slipped. What's their fad? Beanie Babies? No. Uh, Beanie Babies were... Is this another game that you're referencing? 90s. I don't know. You said uh, I mentioned it, but I don't let me tell you. Let me tell you how I discovered this fad, okay? The one that beat out... Um, Pogs. Pogs. One day, we had cordless phone, but not a cell phone. Cordless phone. The reception's not great. I walked outside just, you know, so I can see my friends walking in the parking lot of our apartments. And my dad called me, and he told me about this new thing that he was getting into or he wanted me to get into or something he was talking about. And he said, yeah, it's this thing. Everybody's talking about it and doing it. But the thing is, you might live or die. And I was just, I freaked out. I was like eight years old or nine years old at the time. Your dad said you might <laughs> live or die. I freaked out, and I thought, and the thought that I had in my head was, oh, my God. My dad is joining some kind of like blood sport tournament where he might <laughs> live or die. Like I was freaked out. My dad was gonna die, but what he was really talking about was Tamagotchis. Oh, okay. <laughs> because he was saying if you don't take care of it, it might live or die. I yeah. had a Tamagotchi. The reception was bad. Tamagotchis. Wait, but had I ever mentioned Tamagotchis? You, you made that up in his head. No, I, I swear I you didn't mentioned mention it briefly. Tamagotchis no, never passed well, forth through my mouth. You did. Not you today. did today. Was, yeah, you said Tamagotchis and Digimon today. The Digimon. That was me. I did. Oh, not. you did. Okay, somebody. Oh did. I knew somebody God. mentioned it. Everyone is the same person in Nusha's head right now. He just. 
I hate but this. But I did have a Tamagotchi. I, they, yeah. they, st- they still sell those. Yeah. yeah, they started reselling yeah. them because like, yeah. like, they went up again. Or well, they, the fads come back. Well, yeah. Tamagotchis and then um, Game Boy also Never took over. Heck the, yeah. And then after that, the in a few years, very, very short years after Pogs died, which was officially in 95, basically in 96. The Spice Girls came. Pokemon cards oh, okay. became the next thing. <laughs> that, that was the that was the trend. It went Tamagotchis, then the uh, Game Boy, and then well, the Game Boy always Game lived Boy on, never died, but Game Boy became a big thing at that time, yeah. and then the the Pokemon cards. So, but by the way, I didn't know this. Pogs made a brief return in 2005, where Funrise Toys bought the name, and they went back to Walua Elementary School to like. Like, guess what, kids? Pogs are coming back. And the kids well, are, like, the kids looking are on like their phones. young, yeah. and they're like, what no. is this? And then in, two, that was in 2005. In 2006, they halted production of Pogs. <laughs> 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 nobody was buying. Yeah, um, nobody was All right, great. brief factoids to end with, right? Since 2001, Pogs live on, dude. Since 2001. In our hearts. Yeah, the U.S. military the U.S. military uses Pogs. Dude, I'm not joking. They do. As a form of currency. <laughs> Trump is currently because playing pogs against the foreign nationals. The the army and air force exchange service basically My like are tremendous. It, They're huge. It's a sen- he would <laughs> I have the best slammers. No one has slammers like They're that. terrific. They're terrific. So They're huge. The army and air force exchange service they're like a commissary service, basically, for the different bases across the world. They supply deployed military uh, with the kind of currencies, like money that they can use to buy things, right? But the thing is, it's really expensive to ship nickels and dimes out there mm-hmm. and actual currency because there's weight to them. Yeah. However, it's super cheap to ship cardboard caps that are, you know, really cheap. So they started using POGs as a form of currency, and they actually refer to them as POG gift certificates. <laughs> and to this day, the military around the world in different bases use these POG caps as a form of currency to buy things. Um, now let's catch up on our friends that are part of this whole story, what happened to them. Theodore Mills, in 1996, the guy who did the, the poop organization... <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned him and never yeah. brought him Well, up that again. was all he did. 1996, Mills petitioned poop. the International Olympic Committee to allow pogs as a demonstration <laughs> sport in the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta. By the way, wow. that was how big the bubble was for pogs. People were like, this could be an Olympic sport. Oh, oh no. Um, Jesus. Oh, man. His son, Bobby, took over, uh, took over poop. <laughs> and now runs it as a blog spot page. And by the way... I'm glad it really did bring his family together, yeah. though. By the way, I want to show you this, dude. The professional organization for the poop page. The poop page. The, the, the actual official website has a link that talks about the people who contributed to the organization. And it literally says, thanks for helping us make poop. <laughs> I'm not joking. It actually says that. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> So uh, Alan Rapinski, right? What happened to him? Sold his shares of the World Pog Federation to a Beverly Hills investment company. He shrunk his company back in 95 from 55 employees to 15 because they weren't making money. It was The bubble was bursting, right? Dude, he genuinely thought that Pogs would never die. He thought this thing's going to blow up again in 97. It never did. I mean, these dude, they wanted to be an Olympic sport. This was so big that nobody could imagine it ending. Um what happened to our beloved, holy mother of Pogs, <laughs> uh, Blossom Galbiso? She was known at that time. Everybody knew her as the mother of Pogs. She was famous for that. People wrote news articles about it. That's how I found out about her. Um, 
Unfortunately, Blossom passed away of an acute heart condition in December 27th of 1994. She died in the middle of the craze. And she died at the age of 45, dude. She was young. Oh, yeah. She was young, Dang. dude. And, dude, but, you know, in a weird way, as, I mean, it's sad. It is unbelievably sad that somebody young. She went young, out on top, though. Dude, she died at a time when pogs were seen as the newest thing that's going to change the world. The bubble's never bursting. This is the future. And she died shortly before pogs died. And what I love about that is just the idea that she died thinking she changed the world. And she, to me, she did. I mean, she changed our lives. We remember it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's cool, dude. It's cool. To th- it, it, it was like it was like the guy who created the high five when we talked about it. Like, yeah. He went out knowing he created this great, yeah. amazing thing. And so did she. The Halakala Dairy Company, they were bought by a Texas-based dairy company called Meadow Gold, and they never earned a single cent for the pog craze. <laughs> And I want to leave you with this. This is the last thing I want to do before we move on to your stories. God, we yeah, are you, running late. Yeah. But that's, listen, not my fault. I only did 30 minutes of this show because we went on for a long time about things we shouldn't have talked about. But I want to play you guys. I'm going to turn this over so you guys can see. I want you guys to see Pog commercials, dude, because, dude, this is really, really funny. Uh, so here are some Pog commercials at the time. <laughs> I think I remember seeing this actually. <laughs> Dude, what a weird subliminal message thing going yeah, on. Yeah, seriously. Dude, look at this guy go. <laughs> By the way, it's showing Gamble. He's like grabbing all the pieces. Yeah. Don't tell your parents. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like, yeah, this is like a commercial in between like Nickelodeon shows. Yeah. yeah. One more commercial I want to show you. This one is going to bring you back some Tiny Tunes. <laughs> I remember this one. Fruit Stripe. Love it for the first 10 it's seconds. It's big. It's mega big. And it's only at one place. I remember this. McDonald's. Power up to save the world. Now you can power up. At I was McDonald's. thinking Power Rangers. Right now, when you buy something to eat, you can get a free Power Rangers power coin. 13 coins power hour. coin. But you might want to hurry. <laughs> Because you're not the only one who wants Power Rangers. Dude, dude, what a combination. Power Rangers, McDonald's, Happy Meals, and Pogs. Pogs. (laughs) Power Coin. Dude, I remember that commercial. Like, I totally remember that putty coming out of the corner. And, like, we should post that on our Facebook. Yeah, we will. These are great. Okay, so, anyway, guys, that is the rise and fall of Pogs. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Interesting history. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know the thing is? Do you guys feel like you're out of... um, out of practice for the flow of how much time we spend on things and like is it no out of practice for you no okay do can't, you can't take it away don't um, worry mine's gonna be know. quick it's uh take as much time as you need we got no i'm the, no we have it's limited okay. amount of time <laughs> no nah, it's all right we don't have to get to everything i guess we're having fun so okay much. so let's talk about records remember records guys yes <laughs> uh yeah my well, first record was records the uh, soundtrack the, of annie they're the big pogs right the yeah the big pogs <laughs> they, they, all yeah. all of nusha's life is is a pog sizes different of sizes pogs. Of pogs. <laughs> records yeah. dvds cds yeah hey ryan we, we gotta put laser disc into our, our our video game systems you know yeah 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 put in the gta <laughs> pog <laughs> You know, what was the weird thing was, like, when, when we were growing up, when compact discs were actually around, like, nobody even thought about records. It was, like, something your parents or your grandparents had. Yeah. So we think about records, we we think about 
big records in the 60s and yeah. 70s of really big rock bands and they're worth a lot of money at record stores and people are selling them online. So we're thinking, it was like, okay, when, when did records really become a thing? Well, as a collectible. Yeah, as a collectible. Yeah. Like, um, the first uh, common records that came out, they were called the, the shellac records, which mm-hmm. was made with the shellac resin, which made it really easy to break. Okay. So back then, anything that was pre-50s um, records were, like, super fragile and mm-hmm. um, prone to breakage. Um, but during that time, also during the 50s, trying to find these these kind of, like, rare things, these were rare records, shellac records, was what people did. So if they could find some, maybe mm-hmm. it, it started uh, encouraging people to actually go to, like, small towns and search their attics, search their yeah. garage sales yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and, and see if they have anything in there. And, uh, like, any any blues of the 30s and 40s are made and rockabilly mm-hmm. that was really big at the time. And um, these these records, there's still a niche market for it, but they're, they're commonly referred to as the 78, the 78 with the 78 RPMs that, that goes by. Those are the big ones, not the small ones that you're talking about. Yeah, they were the big ones, okay. but they only ran by 78. So okay. everybody called them a 78. Whereas now people talk about, oh, the 45s and then the 33s. The 33s are now common ones, the LPs. But people, it, it just gave people that habit of trying to dumpster dive to see if they have anything. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was worth money. And because the archival ability of these kind of records were just not very good. Because they broke a lot. Because they broke really easily, especially with two handling. Mm-hmm. They're people were thinking, oh, there has to be like an alternative to it for archiving these things. And I don't think it was really big uh, until the 1960s when the Beatles got really big around the world, especially in the U.S., Mm -hmm. that people started looking at records as like, oh, I got to have that record. Because now now people are looking at it as like, the cover art is amazing for Mm -hmm. records. So the, the, the thing about it is, and even in like the UK, you might get different songs on on the LP over there rather than over here. Some tracks are left out, and that's created like kind of like a industry for people to get records that they can't have in their yeah. country. So, so this also encouraged people to move to another way to make records, and they they use a thing called polyvinyl, which we now call vinyl. vinyl so people yeah. call records vinyl and that's pretty much what it came to the only the only bad thing about vinyl is that it gets dust super easy and mm-hmm. prone to scratching so it's like okay if you still don't know how to handle it it's it's could still damage the record rather easily but not as bad as shellac shellac just breaks yeah so because of that it was like okay we could keep this for maybe like 20 years 30 years who knows and then by then it felt like everybody had a turntable in their house if they had a tv we had, had one yeah. we had one my cousin had one, which they had a TV right next to a turntable. I was like, oh, that's really cool. So everybody had, like, a record player. So you go to anybody's house at that time, like, everybody just at least had, like, 10 records. It's like having a CD collection. So people just had it. But but it, it, it the records were kind of such a big thing for mus- music lovers mm. for such a long time. It, it kind of survived whatever came after yeah. It, it survived the eight track. It survived the cassette tape. It wasn't until compact disc came out where this medium kind of just like 
everyone was like, hey, yeah. this thing spins also. Forget those <laughs> big ones. We got smaller ones. Yeah, now. and even we were talking about first about Laserdisc, which is pretty much like a giant record size CD. Yeah. yeah. So it was, and then so so the Laserdisc was basically like the missing link between record. It seemed that way. Laserdisc was like video though. It's no, video. No, no, I know oh, yeah. Saying, yeah, it was. Speaking, yeah, it was yeah. like the visually the, it kind of missing looked link. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it was like okay. By that point, um, records became a really niche kind of thing. People were still collecting it. Hipsters. Well, this well, is before hipsters. Well, this comes later because no, well, we, they were the they had no before, name. Yeah, they had no name yet at the time. Yeah, they were because the unnamed. Hipsters. Because then, after after the late '80s and early '90s, we we rarely hear about those musicians coming out with records because it was pretty much two mediums at that time. It was yeah. either cassette tape, which which people had. Or CD players, which other people are starting to adopt. Yeah. And records are really niche. So you move over maybe 10 years after that, probably into the 2000s, it started becoming a thing again. Well, I always thought... Like artists started dropping records? And I always credit one person as kind of like the nice figurehead for it, and that's Jack White. Um, From the White Stripes? From the White Stripes, yeah. Well, Jack White, right before um, his big break, was he was doing upholstery for furniture in Detroit, and um, he had a friend who was who was teaching him how to do it, and they also formed a band called the Upholsterers. <laughs> and as kind of like a little joke, when he opened that kind of like upholstering company, he actually snuck a couple of the singles in some of the furniture, but he didn't say which ones. So like if he you just ever, put their yeah. Like in the furniture, yeah. So people so if, take it home. Like, records yeah. or CDs? It, it, they were records. Okay. So, so if you thought about it, it's it's a really rare record in hidden in the in your couch. Somebody, <laughs> your couch. Yeah. And you would only know it's there if you ever reupholster your couch. So That's if you throw funny. it out, you'll never know. <laughs> and they and he was on NPR. He's telling them this. I was like, but Jack, like, how how are they supposed to know if where they are? I was like, well, I just thought it was funny to mix my two passions <laughs> together. <laughs> I'm really passionate about upholstery, but, and I'm really passionate about music. But he, but then he thought about it. It was like, okay, there's a good chance that all of these are going to be junked because <laughs> yeah. there could be a very good chance it's to like passed on to generations, and then they open it up. Oh, it's like, oh, what's this relic? <laughs> just throw it away. Yeah. Also, I don't know that many people upholster their couches. I mean, it's it's not yeah, a it's common a, thing. It's not yeah, a common thing just anymore. Just getting a new yeah. couch, but so. So I felt I felt like Jack White was the guy that kind of brought that thing back, that that record collecting mentality, or at least he gave it to the young people, like He's brought it back to life. So we, we know how to, we know who to blame now. <laughs> I remember um, when I was living in San Francisco, and um, I would go. I loved going to the Virgin store, you mm. know, and um, they would have a section for records. And I, I I mean I remember at the time when that was in the two thousands. I'm like, that's a little odd. Who really listens to records anymore? Um, but so now I guess, I guess it would, but it maybe was starting at that time. It's like quite interesting because smaller, were collecting them yeah, smaller again. indie bands be- became like the main adopters of the records, like in the two thousands. <clears throat> like if you're an indie band, you could press a couple and maybe like have some at a show. Mm. And then if you get big, maybe they'll become collector's items, but it, it became kind of like a nice hunting game for, for a kind of like singles, which we call like a uh, seven inches or 45s. Mm. 
and trying to find them and maybe swap them with someone. So there's like communities online where you could swap kind of rare singles with people. Well, I can tell you my last record that I did purchase was only like a few years ago. My favorite artist, um, Darren Hayes, he was the lead, former lead singer of Savage Garden for his oh, yeah. um, solo career. For his last album that he released a few years ago, he did do a special edition vinyl. And I got it, but I don't have nowhere to play it, but I have it. <laughs> I have a turntable. Well, there you go. I might, I might listen to it on your turntable. There's turntables in here. Yeah, there is. All right. Well, All right. Ja- well, Jack said something that was really kind of like a, like a kind of a thing to describe records and his record label, Third Man Records, where he started back up and he based in Nashville, and now they have like a satellite department in uh, his his hometown <coughs> of Detroit. And Third Man Records, they're they're kind of like a label that came out out of his love for records. So pretty much. The tagline is, your turntable's not dead. Because <laughs> Third Man Records, on a regular basis, has pushed out, like, really releases of records. They have, like, collaborations. Um, they have their own store space now in uh, Nashville. Um, and and Jack White, um, for ev- every three months, offers, like, a package that you could get, like, a pack of records sent to your house, like a subscription service, oh, which nice. he started probably, like, four or five years ago. And you could get it to you, and uh, they send it to your door. And he wrote that if you don't like it, just sell it on eBay <laughs> and wait for <laughs> nice. next month. So he already knows just how big records are to, like, certain collectors. Yeah. So this is like a collector's club for for records, for just for records. Um, his, his most awesome record, if you guys um trying to look it up, is a couple of years back he made a record where he pressed it and there was a slot there was water inside of it so it was clear pl- plastic mm. and when it went on the turntable it kind of sloshed around <laughs> that's crazy and if huh. if you searched it it's like this is amazing yeah but but jack white is always kind of like a person that would put hey, weird things puts weird and other things weird things, things. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, like yeah. his thing all you need to do is just have that and then like add some goldfish or something yeah. into it yeah so so we think about it as a hipster thing i i I think about it uh, as a, it, it water is inside of a record yeah. pretty hipster. I mean, I'm not saying it's not cool. No, it's no, no, cool. no. I'm saying like it's cool. But honestly, it's... if they start selling at Urban Outfitters, it's become a hipster thing. Well, yeah. Don't they, guys, don't guys, they sell it at Urban Outfitters? They sell do. records at Urban Outfitters, yeah. What if this was – because it's proto-hipster. There was no name for hipster at that time. What if this was when hipster was like cool and then – it became played out and became... No, they're just awkward kind of nerds. The people that like <laughs> records, like me, we're kind of... They, they, they say it's like, oh, why do you like that? It was like, I like the nice visceral kind of like analog. Man, your, your hands are twitching as you say. You're like, you're like, oh, no, man. This is like, oh, I gotta feel some vinyl on my fingers. No, it, it, it's fun to play with records. If you ever play with records, then you can... Hey, as long mess. as you do it in the privacy of your own home, man. <laughs> you can play with records all you want. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? Not after that. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah, that's right, guys. Noosh is coming in hard, and well, he's coming in hard. He's shutting you guys nope. down. Nope. Being savage to all of you. Coming in here, uh, T-Rexing sh- everybody. We yeah, I'm, t- I'm, I'm T-Rexing hard. We didn't T-Rex you down before. He T-Rexed himself, though. Kind you, know, of. Yeah. you know the thing is, though, guys? At the end of the day, even though I'm chasing you down right now and, <laughs> and being you know, T-Rex to you, at the end, when you guys are running away from something worse... Um, I'll come in and save the day. So at the very end of the show, I'll save the day. Courtney? Okay. 
Um, so what I am going to talk about is the Icelandic Phallological Museum. <laughs> you know, so this is... I've been way, waiting she, for this. She told me that when her mother heard about her topic, her mother rolled oh, yeah. eyes. And now I know you why. You like ran to your mom like giggling about it and she was just like... No, oh I called God, her to my me. room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, look at this. I said, hey, mom, do you know what I'm going to talk about tomorrow? Wow. Okay. How do you find these things? Go on. <laughs> no. What was your initial search for? Well, actually, I was going to – I remember in a message you said, like, what you're uh, – you start with every time when you start to um, yeah. search for something. What was it? Heist. I put heist. Heist I, something. I wrote So my, <laughs> my term that I always start with when I'm looking for topics is weird, blah, 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 whatever it is. <laughs> I, By the way. I really was – I thought she was going to be like, I always do something dick. <laughs> Dude, that's what dicks. I was thinking. Like, I feel like she's got a theme here. No. It's usually – I always just start with weird and then whatever the topic is and then I, I go from there. But anyway. And it always goes to dicks and other – I can't control. I can't control Google. Yeah, I can't control it. You can control Um, your fingers, though. Where you click? Well, it usually starts on a list, and then you go through the list. Whatever. Anyway, okay. (laughs) I want to hear about the penises. Okay, so um, because this is located in Iceland, I can't pronounce all the names of the people and where the places are because it's weird names. So I'll try to say it. But so it's located in. Wait, wait, wait. Before we, what do we guess this phallic? Museum is what is it called? A the Icelandic Phallological Museum. So this is uh, dicks on ice, right? Is, is that, is that's what we're agreeing on here. Uh, I feel like no, it's, it's going to no be a lot of like ice. artwork and a lot of just. It's going to be a lot of things that people made to honor the penis. Okay. You yes know? and no. Okay. Oh. It was dick pics before dick pics. <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so in, before before dick paintings, they take a lot more time. When they woke up and they were having a real good dick day, he's <laughs> like, "Let me paint this. Let me paint this. Stay right there. <laughs> you I need to stay. capture this moment." <laughs> okay. So if you're in Iceland, um, you can go to Reykjavik. Kajit, Ray, I'm not even going to try it. starts with an R. I'll post it later okay. if people want to know where to go. Um, it is the world's largest display of penises and penile parts. Like human parts? Like human parts? Well, well I'll get to that. I'll, I'm going to go through the collection a little bit, and uh, I'll get to that. I'm almost right. I'll Let's get to on. that. Um, it <laughs> was founded in 97 by um, a dude. Um, <laughs> his name is Bjorn Jensen, right? Something like that. Yeah. Well, his initials are SH, so we can just call him Shh if you want. I don't okay. know. So, anyways, he I'm was. I'm just going to call him the original dick guy. There you go. Solvang Hansen. <laughs> so, he was um, a retired teacher. And so, he his his first. He started he collecting. <laughs> So, uh, Dude, and he broke bad in like the bad. worst way. He's just like he's like. I know a lot about dicks. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, no, dude, dude. He knew. No, no. He knew a lot about museums, and he found a guy who knew he a found, lot about dicks. He had a student who knew he a lot about a dicks. Student who knew a lot about. And dicks. instead of saying bitch all the time, and they he went on, dick, dude, dick. dude. By the way, they went on like a friggin' snowmobile to the middle Hollywood. of Iceland. Get on this. <laughs> Hollywood has been on it. I will get to that as well. <laughs> hey, all right. So um, the Hollywood's museum been on that. <laughs> the museum uh, started because he did have an interest in penises before he actually started the museum. It started when a friend gave him a uh, cattle whip when he was a kid that was made from a bull's penis. <laughs> and he was like, "This is a sweet penis Dude. whip." 
I'm really into <laughs> dicks now. <laughs> There's so much going on. Uh, so you give a cattle whip as a gift. It's made out of a bull's dick. What are you expecting? Are you expecting- wait? Are you when you say cattle whip? Are you whipping cattle? With That's a what I'm saying. Dude, here's the worst part. Here's the worst part. That's so if, cruel. No, guys, guys, there's literally no way this is good. Because look at this. If you gave it as just like a nice gift, you're like, dude, why are you giving me a cattle whip? Why are you giving me a bull's dick? But if you give it to why somebody in the expectation of them using it, dude, you're whipping a bull with another bull's dick. God bless you, Courtney. For finding these things. Go on. Okay. Well, um, so that's where it kind of started. So since he was a kid, that he, somebody gave him to this, and so then I guess that just piqued his interest. Um, one quote that I love from this guy is, um, this is a quote from him. He wrote, 37, uh, he, he's ta- commenting about the museum. He's just like, you know, this came out of 37 years of collecting penises. Quote, somebody had to do it. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> so, Okay. Why do you collect penises? I mean, no. They, Somebody right. had to do Somebody it. Somebody had to do it. Dude, so. if ever you had a calling, it's when I don't see anybody else whipping it out. <laughs> well, whipping it out. So he created this museum. Um, his goal for the museum is to collect penises from every species within Iceland. That's his That's his goal. So, um, you know, this has become a very popular uh, tourist attraction, which I thought this was interesting. Most of the people that are going there, um, I think it's said wherever it was that um 60 percent here we go 60 percent of the museum's visitors are women i mean that's believable i guess i I don't know i mean yeah yeah i I don't know i don't don't know why it kind of surprised me but maybe from your actions i guess it should the iceland dick museum is not one of my hot spot destinations (laughs) i'm looking to go to but i can understand why people would go i guess okay yeah. All right, so what is in the collection? What could you possibly By the way, see I, I know a guy. Is there a cafeteria? Ryan, by the way, I know a guy who wants to go there probably. Video game guy? Video game guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the collection has it ranges from some of the largest to some of the smallest penises in the animal world. Um, <laughs> its uh, largest exhibit is... Only a portion. So I'm going to give you the figures of it, but this this, this is just a portion of it. So it makes you kind of it's wonder. It's not even the whole day. It's, it's just uh, a, a, a blue whale's penis. Oh. It uh, is 67 inches long and weighs um, 150 pounds. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Which the Iceland Review <laughs> dubbed a real Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, okay. Iceland keeping it, keep it classy. Iceland. Um, By the way, though, and it's not actually the whole thing. And what you were joking about. It is just the tip. <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> god, if, I love this. If they had, the, if they had the full thing, it would have been sixteen feet long and weighed about seven hundred seventy to nine hundred ninety pounds. Wow. Okay, so they Big do only wow. they have just the tip. <laughs> Okay. I'm glad they went for the tip. So they're like, um, I mean, that's that's the largest item that they have in the collection. Yeah. The smallest item that they have in the collection is from a hamster, Aww. and it's it's called it's a. Uh, hey it's, man, it gets the job done with other hamsters. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, what I thought. Okay, so it's the baculum of a hamster. And I had to look up what is baculum, and so baculum is the uh, the penis bone. Is that like how Pluto's a celestial dwarf and not a planet because it's too small? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> doesn't have his own orbit. <laughs> They're like, that's we can't call that a dick, right? <laughs> Sorry, go on. Uh, okay. Dude. Uh, micro dick. <laughs> oh, God. It's so small. Well, no, keep that in mind. Hold on a second. So let me just explain what the baculum uh. is. So it's um, found in many different placental mammals, but it's not found in the human penis. Um, and uh, it's be a crime against yeah, humanity. It aids in sexual reproduction by maintaining sufficient stiffness during sexual penetration. Mm. So, but it's so small, you need a magnifying glass to see it. <laughs> okay, gets the job so, done. So yeah, so that's yeah. so they have that. Some of the other interesting things that they have, um, they have a folklore section with mytho- Dicks of legend mythological <laughs> penises, which includes. Elves, trolls, I don't know what Kelpies are. They have troll dicks? They have troll dicks. I don't know what Kelpies what? are. And then they also oh. have the, quote, the nasty ghost of Snaefell. Don't know what that is. Um, what's interesting, though, is that in Icelandic myths, elves are invisible. So they have an elf dick, but it is invisible. You cannot see it. So, so it's you just can an only empty case. Wow. you can only imagine after it's deceased. <laughs> this is an empty case oh, elves and trolls. Dicks. So they do have both, but they're invisible. Trolls. Oh come yeah. on. So of course they're invisible. Um, the other ones that they have is a merman, and then uh, this uh, these last two are kind of fun. So they have a one-legged, one-armed, and one-eyed monster called a beach murmurer, and so they have the penis of that. And then they also have the. Does he in- also have one ball. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, And then they also have the enriching beach mouse. So what that is, is apparently it's said to have drawn, it draws money to enrich owners. So this beach mouse, they have, they have money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then they also have the penis of Icelandic, yes, Icelandic Christmas lad. Does, does it have that I, I slant- <laughs> Icelandic Christmas lad? Yes, he, he was- sounds a little young to have his dick on display. Well, yeah, I don't know. So, so- I say, at this point, you should say like, "Oh, well, they also the Icelandic hockey team of 1986." <laughs> no, they do. What? Wait, 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 no. wait, 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 hold on. I'm gonna get no. to that, dude. You keep jumping, <laughs> dude. I, because We're I'm really saying excited cra- about this. No, listen. I say the craziest <laughs> thing I can imagine. Well, hold on. Like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> You should love penises. Gotta, we don't okay. care about the mouse. So, so that's some of the stuff. Now, other things around the museum that they have, what they call <laughs> phallobilia. <laughs> um, they have lampshade. They have lampshades made from the scrotums of bulls. Who wouldn't want that in their house? Um, and quality then- <laughs> leather, soft. <laughs> it is. It is leather. Um, and then they also have. Um, okay, yeah. So that's what that. That is, and then um, okay. So you, let's get to the the, the hockey team. Hold well, on, look, don't <laughs> skip anything that's really really good, though. No, I mean that's pretty. I mean, oh, yeah. all, it just goes on to just say some of the other stuff that they've had and um, that how they got their collection is most of it's yeah. been donated by people. They got um, Voldemort to take somewhere well, there along with what the elves. I thought was funny was that also he got his family to help collect it for him, and so there's one quote from his daughter where oh. she said that she went to go to a slaughterhouse to collect a specimen from um, a goat. And these guys were like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? Like, what's in your basket? And she just, she said she had to say, I'm collecting a frozen goat penis. And that's how I imagine her saying it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to say and it. And then, um, then she said, you know, she's like, I'm never going to collect for you again, Dad. Like, I, I can't go collect any more goat penis. <laughs> Get your own dicks, Dad. <laughs> I, I would be embarrassed as a father to ask. So, yeah, exactly. Um, where is, hold on, let me find where 
So they don't have actual Dude, by the way, human penis. By no, wait, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. I want to make on. one quick joke for the hockey team thing, even though I haven't heard anything. I'm assuming this is the freaking uh, the Iceland hockey team from D2, the Mighty Ducks, after they lost. <laughs> that's what happened. I do, have to, I do have to make a correction. It's not the ho- the hockey team. It's their handball team. <laughs> even they, better. So, okay, so this there's a whole section on human penises. Okay, okay. So it is his goal to have a human penis in there. Um, there have been four pledges from men that said that once they die, they will donate their penis. Dude, also, how narcissistic are you to be like, I got such a nice dick. This shit belongs in a museum. <laughs> when I die, you you put this Stop on display. Stop jumping ahead. I'm going to get to all that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's four pledges from four men, an Icelander, a German, an American, and a Briton that have yeah. pledged to donate. Yeah, um, I'm so not surprised. I was a little... I don't know how to interpret this. Okay, so what they have is they have um, 15 penises based on the Iceland national handball team. Okay, The handball team won the silver medal at the Beijing Olympic Games in 2008. <laughs> and so the penises are made from a silvered material. Great way to tie that in. Yeah. <laughs> we got silver um, medals. We got silver dude, dicks. Dude, by the way, though, <laughs> I mean, those people who win those kinds of Olympics things, they go on tours, they go on parades, they get medals and trophies from other people, just like awards. Yeah. And some guys like, I want to make a cast iron silver <laughs> dick out of all you guys. Well, um, so that's so um, there's a I guess there's a picture next to the cast and um, the guy who owns the museum. He says that they're not displayed in the same order as you see them in the pictures. But their wives will be able to tell who belongs to who. I'm like, okay. What I don't know how to interpret this part. It says that, according to Slate, the sculptures were created by his daughter and were based on her own experience (laughs) rather than any knowledge of the team. What? What do you think that means? She slept with the whole team. That's what I jumped to. She's like, I'm not collecting for you anymore, Dad. I'll just do it in other ways. I got memories, I've got to collect so, I, okay. You know what? I was thinking they had like a real Wait, professional based on, team of like molders yeah. and sculptors. It, and they just best. like. It's her. So. Wait, so, based on her own experiences and not what? It, okay, so I'll read the yeah. sentence exactly. It says they were based on her own experience rather than any knowledge of the team. The next sentence is the team's goalkeeper denies that the sculptures are casts. So, how would their wives know, though? Oh, you know what it is? Maybe she got a picture of it and she just. So they, she's like, each of you send me a dick pic, yeah. and I'll yeah. try to work out of silver. <laughs> just text me a dick pic, and I'll just... Picks. And they all made sure they had a really good day, got the right angles, <laughs> yeah. went through their Proper phone, etiquette. looking for yeah. it. Yeah. They this consulted us, I... actually. Yeah, they probably <laughs> did, yeah. but the rules. Okay, so let me talk about some of the people that are the uh, willing donors okay. to go into this museum. Oh, so wait, I was going to go back to, so there is a documentary based on this, it was a Canadian Thank documentary based on this um, this museum, and it is called The Final Member. So mm. look that Not up. Not punny enough. I mean, I... <laughs> they did a lot better stuff in the museum. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, one person, uh, his name, of course, it has to be an American, his name is Tom Mitchell, and... Uh, there's a comment, you know, he's he's an ordinary guy, but his one quirk is that he thinks of his penis as a separate entity from his body. <laughs> Any guesses on the name of his penis? Galactus. Any guesses? Uh-huh. Destroyer of Worlds. <laughs> uh, little Mitch? <laughs> no, it's its own entity, though, oh. right? So oh, it's, it's own entity? Be... Oh. Own entity. What would be the name Troy of, Wilkerson. Of, of, of Steve Mitchell, or Tom Mitchell's penis? Steve Mitchell. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Elmo. 
Oh, gross. <laughs> Mine's just okay. called Big Bird. Oh. So his dream is to have the most famous penis in the world. Um, he said that he his dream would actually, or what he, what he would like it to be, is to even cut off during his lifetime so then he can go visit it in the museum. He can go say what's um, up to Elmo. Exactly. Um, and then he's already... <laughs> this looks really disturbed. What he's done in know, the meantime... <laughs> this guy... Is that he has uh, made a cast of it and sent it over to the museum just to take his place. Um, he's along with photographs of it dressed up as Santa Claus and Abraham Lincoln. Because why not? Um, and then to make it look more appealing, he's had his pe- his penis tattooed with the stars and stripes. Fucking so, America, man. <laughs> oh my and, God. and wait a minute, wait a minute. He's also created a comic book based off of it. And it is called Elmo Adventures of a Superhero Penis. Come on. I don't like Don Where Mitchell. does he live? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't I didn't get that. He does not represent America. <laughs> okay, this so This is Trump's America. Dude, <laughs> by the way, if, oh, if thousands of years from now when all that's left is the Iceland Dick Museum, I don't want people to think Stars and Stripes listen, Dick listen. is We got to take Elmo out before yeah. this the world ends. Like we can't yeah. <sighs> That actually really bothered me. I don't like this yeah. person. <laughs> Wait, tell us more about okay. the German and the other people. All right, well, uh, I don't have too much on that, but yeah. the, I have one more. So they do actually, they did I feel like the German get... was probably just like, well, somebody has to have, like, record of, you know, just they, they need a healthy penis for this museum. Oh, yeah. He was very surgical about it. Doesn't mean anything to him. <laughs> Does, yeah, exactly. Not looking just, for fame. Just take it. The, the, you know, the British guy, he didn't take, like, a picture that was really, really on a good day. He just took a picture <laughs> on a really <laughs> whatever day. He just got out of he the gym. He's all sweaty. He doesn't care. He's just like, all right, here, here's my dick. What was the other person? Uh, so um, this became the first uh, human penis that was donated to okay. the um, museum. It came in uh, 2011. This was from an Icelandic donor, so... Um, he the owner was happy because you know he want, his goal is to get something from everything on from Iceland. Yeah. Um, this donor was ninety five years old, um, and he was known as a womanizer in his youth. And uh, uh, the owner of the museum actually wanted to make a point that even up until he died in his nineties, he was still very active. So death by snoo snoo. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. By um, it was like this was used <laughs> right until it came to the museum um so the donor his only concern was that as, since he's getting older his penis is shrinking and he's worried that it might not make a proper exhibit so that was a concern um but so when he died what they want is which i didn't know this there's a term for it of course there is but um so he had there was a penectomy so that's i guess the removing of the penis oh. Um, but it didn't go quite successfully. Good name. It's a good name. Uh, um, and well, I mean, he's dead already. He's yeah, dead already. But, and so what was left was a grayish-brown shriveled mass, unfortunately. Um, and so what the owner of the museum said, quote, I should have stretched it and sewn it at the back to keep it in a more or less normal position. Instead, it went directly into the formaldehyde to keep it, you know, looking as much as it could. But it's, it already since the penectomy didn't go good, it, it kind of already lost its... It's got weird. Yeah. Okay. So some of the people that have seen it, um, they're just like, you know... Unimpressed. Yeah. One quote was, you know, it's very old, uh, a bit shrunken. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then another person said, oh, I hope mine will not look like this when I get old. <laughs> so there's that. All the women are like, um, why is it so small? <laughs> was he not that big? You know, basically this entire museum is a bunch of women making fun of a poor old guy's small dick now. <laughs> it's getting real. 
Okay, well, I'll end, I'll <laughs> end with, I'll end with this. Me. Just kidding. I'll end with this. There's another um, person, another American that has agreed to donate whenever he goes. Um, Announcement, guys. <laughs> it's me. I'm just kidding. It's not. Have you guys heard of um, this guy named Jonah Falcon? Apparently, he's a writer and an actor. <laughs> no, but sweet name, dude. Uh. Jonah Falcon. So he is known for a really big penis. So flaccid, about nine inches. Um, erect, 13 inches. My notes here, ouch. That's all I... Did you really write ouch? (laughs) (laughs) It'd be ouch for her and most of us. So, uh, he I'm glad his last name's Falcon. (laughs) Well, he's got... Is he a porn star? He... I don't know. I I don't know where he he might have been an actor. like Falcon? I don't know. So, he agreed to, um, donate and then, uh, and this was his suggestion that it would be displayed along a sperm whale and then it would be called jonah and the whale <laughs> so I thought Dude, that was what's cool. up with these weird americans <laughs> these yeah. guys are like marvel at my big penis seriously <laughs> pretty much i, I just uh, you know i had to look him up and in my in looking it up there was a video of i him. had to look him <laughs> up i had Courtney, to i didn't research. know who it was okay. yeah. I didn't know who that's he why was. she's all good yeah. today that's how she knows the dimensions. <laughs> she, she lit a scented candle and then really? she looked them up. <laughs> really? That's why she said out. We're going that's there. Why, that's why her mom rolled her eyes when she walked into the room. Courtney! Oh, she didn't roll her eyes as so much as avert them. Like, Jesus. Courtney, uh, close the door! <laughs> Never mind. And on that bombshell. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got really quick, Ryan? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, we're not. We're good. Is it really not that... No, I was really just going to talk about like weird things that people collect, mm. not penises. <laughs> just uh, people are getting a lot of money now for like VHS types of really shitty movies specifically. Yeah, I've yeah, heard, about, I've heard that. about that. Yeah, yeah like, uh, like, like really bad sci-fi movies, right? Like B-movies. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'll tell you the one number that I thought was pretty impressive. Uh, where is it? Yeah, so Tales of the Quad Dead Zone, a 1987 horror movie released direct to VHS by the director mm-hmm. uh experts think that it sells for more than two grand because Jeez. it's so rare and so awful <laughs> yeah nice yeah, i know the like, uh the disney old disney vhs's are selling for a lot of money now yeah like turned into collectors they, they don't yeah. produce them anymore no no <laughs> of course they don't produce them anymore Listen, I, don't, <laughs> I don't buy movies at all so i just watch netflix I watch also uh you know how like action figures come in like there's like the cardboard yeah. back with the little yeah uh people are also selling just the cardboard like the open package yeah. there's nothing in it it's just trash uh someone bought a halbert yoda toy recently for uh over a thousand dollars and it's not the toy yeah. it's just the cardboard so these back are people the... with just money to just like throw i mean somebody like... really wants that dude i mean you know what cardboard Wait, actually this is something box. that i wanted to mention about collectibles that i did not mention at all through the entire episode it's a, it's a joke about the nature of how people are able to spend money on collectibles like this, right? The joke is this. If a guy – this is a joke about guys. If a guy goes for a significant length of time without a girlfriend, he'll end up with cool shit. That's, <laughs> that's like a rule that exists. Like you just kind of end up with cool shit. You don't even try. You just do. That, that is so not true. I've had a girlfriend Ken, for – Ken, you ha- – oh, that's true. You, you had a girlfriend for years, and you still have cool shit. Yeah, that is true. You can't – but it's a thing. If if girl, as a guy, we all have kind of weird things that we have that we collect. Maybe yeah, like, everybody collects something. Dude, like, actually, awesome. I mostly collect mistakes and regrets. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, 
I collect, uh, I mean, aside from the pogs I no longer collect, I, for a while, I co- there's this uh, series, a comic series, maybe you know it, it's called Lock and Key. Mm. Uh, Lock and Key, it, it's a, it's a still story. Still have mine. You still have, yeah. Yeah, I gave you one, that's right. Uh, Lock and Key, it's about keys. There's magical okay. keys. But the this company started making die-cast, officially licensed replicas of each key, life-size mm. and everything. I started collecting them. I mean, nice. I think there's like 35 and I have like 25 of them, so I stopped collecting after a while, but I have that. I've got... Uh, I think the two coolest things I own, though, like, this is the two coolest things I own. I have totally, like, I think one other person has this, and then me. I have a Rocketeer helmet, like a custom-made Rocketeer (laughs) helmet, and I am the only one who has this. Uh, I have a straight-up Magneto helmet with, like, a cool (laughs) everything. It's Nice. That's my cool shit. (laughs) Actually, we should go around and see what we all collect, huh? What do you collect? I, right. I don't have anything currently that I mean I can tell you the two things I remember I collected as a kid mm-hmm. that popped in my mind. Like I the only comic books I collected were uh the Barbie comic books. I would always get it whenever my I would go with my brother down to the comic book store. Um and this is really weird. But I think I'm just gonna chalk it up to being a kid, but you know, because I would play outside a lot. I was I was really a tomboy, so I'd always get hurt and then of course you get scabs. I would collect my scabs. So. <laughs> Ooh, wow, yeah, Courtney, that was Listen, really weird. No, it's, it's weird. I'll admit it's it. It's weird, but it's not. I've I've seen worse. I've heard worse while researching this. I mean, I've I collect teeth. I'm just kidding, <laughs> I don't. Ryan. I feel like you have to collect something. There's something you, out there you have a lot of. I used to collect Pokemon cards. Like I was mm-hmm. really into Pokemon cards. I had uh, like three binders. Okay, one with all the rares and like my favorites. The other two were like extras, yeah. energy cards, whatever else. Uh, and then I had a cat named Mittens at the time when I was a kid. Okay. What'd you call it? Uh, no, I said a cat named Mittens yeah. when I was a kid and he peed oh. on my rare I thought you were going to say you collected cats. I was like, oh. No. <laughs> uh, and it was, I mean, he was a small, I mean, he was yeah. a kitten. So he was. He was Mittens the kitten. Mittens the kitten, kitten size. Yeah. And, uh, he peed like two liters worth of pee in there. Like, I don't even know how you he got so much pee out. I didn't throw them out. That's huh. ter- oh, the cards, yes. Yeah. The cards were trash. <laughs> I was like, you can't throw out a cat because he peed on your Pokemon cards. Uh, so, yeah, that's... I haven't really collected anything, I guess, since then. I mean, actually, you know... Like, I don't collect things just to collect them. You know what Ryan does have in terms of collections, though? And it's funny. It's stuff that I give him. Like, I give Ryan books. I give Ryan frames and pictures and all kinds of random shit all the time i have oh, an extensive noosh collection yeah mm-hmm. dude like i give him all kinds of stuff that's probably what i collect i have i have a lot of books well like, that's not really lot. collectibles Wait. is it what well, is collectible it's, but yeah. it's not weird it's it's, yeah. very it's important yeah. to you but that, that'd you be my them. my current thing like i'm always getting books yeah even though i shouldn't and read the ones that i have i really need to read the books i collect like i'm buying them every month and i'm not yeah you, know. you buy multiples that, uh, so. that and I always not, get a bookmark. We're not, so we don't have time to books. get into it, so yeah. it's okay. News, you've seen my room. It's like a freaking toy yeah, store in there. it is. <laughs> actually, I mean, like, I've actually had him buy me stuff before. Like, I was, I'm really into, like, well, I still am, I guess. I mean, I, I was, though, at the time, especially really into the Japanese Super, Super Sentai, Sentai Gokaiger, right? Mm-hmm. The Power Rangers of Japan. And there was a particular rare yellow ranger figure that I really wanted because she's, like, my favorite character. And I had Ken buy it for me. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because I find stuff oh, like that. Oh, dude, speaking of which, actually, there is something else I was collecting for a while when I was. It was like 2012. I was mm. going through a phase where I really liked Go Kiger. Like, it was a cool story. Uh, Go Kiger, that entire brand of Power Rangers or whatever, they have these, like, special keys that, like, unlock their weapons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Each key is, like, based on a Super Sentai character from the past. Mm. So, like, 
40 years worth of characters. And so I started collecting the keys. I was in the Philippines, and they had, like, vending machines for that stuff. It was like... Oh, my God, I remember that. <laughs> dude, here's the thing. <laughs> was... I would never have collected them if it wasn't for the fact that I went to the Philippines. I was like, dude, there's vending machines for this. Sweet. So I started collecting the keys, and I had, like, a bunch of them. I got rare ones that, like, you can't get here. Nice. Pretty cool. That started being a thing, that training of keys, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was for a little while. Now it's gone, but... It's, it's amazing how, like, certain collectibles just, like, have, like, a really short shelf life. Because even, like, now, as you see Amiibos, they're kind of, like, declining because it's 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 not rare anymore. And people are like, we can't get money out of this. And now it's just you know, the balance is, You have to find this weird balance of you can't oversaturate the market, but you can't make it so rare that it's hard to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you it can, has to be, like, they're not well, collectible then, anymore. Then, they're then just... it becomes more, like, maybe down the line. It's, like, a, a, like, 20 years from now, it'll be collectible. But right now, if you want it to grow in popularity, it has to be this nice balance of rare yeah. and yeah. and also, uh, you know, not saturated. So, guys, uh, we finished our – dude, we have got to reorganize, recalibrate. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you feel about our new season? Are you looking forward to it? Are you pumped for new yeah. adventures of Ryan and Nusher Dead? <laughs> you sound so enthused. <laughs> no, I mean, I am. I just don't want us to get in trouble for being in here too late now and get kicked out of the building. No. So, this is a first and last episode because we stayed over our time, and yep. now we we're, all <laughs> we're all fired. We're all fired. Yeah. <laughs> No paycheck. Oh, What's so funny I mean, about that is the first episode of our first season was also our first yeah. and last episode. <laughs> so that's kind of a thing. That's yeah, yeah. Well, um, I have nothing to signal boost. Do you have anything you need? To, I'll signal boost this. Just please join us next week. Don't forget, we're gonna be posting on our Facebook, Facebook and our Instagram. Instagram. We have a tweet at us, email us, yeah. let us know what you like, didn't like. Would you go to the penis museum? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should uh, take a poll. Oh, yeah, we can set up a poll on yeah, Twitter. Poll. Would you go to the penis museum? Would you go to the penis okay. museum? Okay. Would you buy a scrotum lamp? <laughs> <laughs> Would you buy a dick whip? <laughs> <laughs> Ken, do you have anything to uh, signal boost? No, be back here really soon. Very, very soon. Okay. Right? <laughs> I, uh, Probably. We, we can bring you back. You're, you're our fourth unofficial. You're, you're our weather guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what that means. Am well, I supposed to go like to Williams? It's like if Ryan and Noosh are like co anchors, yeah. you're the entertainment and you're weather. <laughs> so I'm not like sports. I'm the I'm the weather girl with the nice yeah. cleavage. Yeah. You're the nice cleavage. You're the, I'm the nice girl. cleavage? Oh, that's yeah, actually nice pretty good. Cleavage. I'd rather be a nice cleavage. <laughs> you're the eye candy of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So it is time to go so we can actually play. What's the ending song going to be? Uh, it's. Oh, it's. You have it in front of you. It's Dread Pit by Pyro. No. No. It's Pyro, pyro by Dread Pit. It's Pyro. Strike <laughs> <laughs> that. Reverse This is it. not my music. So this is Pyro by Dread Pit. Guys, join us next week. This has been Ryan Nusher Dead. This has also been episode two, The Last Harambe. <laughs> dicks out for Harambe. Yay. Mike, Mike's out for Harambe. Well, I said dicks because of the... Oh. Many, Way to mess many up that dick tie-in. Jokes. Oh, shit, dude. You're right. Yeah, you ruined my reference. It cool. really dicks. is. Let's Play us out. Dick Safarambe. Sure Dead is made possible thanks to KDHR, the student-operated radio station of California State University, Dominguez Hills. 
For more information about KDHR, please visit www.kdhr.net. The intro song for this show is Space Ace by Blind. This music is made available thanks to Overclocked Remix. For more information, please visit ocremix.org.